And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Let's see. Listen with your phone, the iHeartRadio app, available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. Hang out with us. Each and every day. Good morning, Cornflake. Good morning. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. And good morning, Gip. Good morning. It is uh, another day of us qualifying people to win this Polaris Razor ATV. Ronnie Baldwin of the Baldwins <laughs> is qual. He is of the Baldwins. That is very true. Is qualified. Ronnie's of Coita fame. And uh, love the new Walmart, by the way, bro. And they have a new Walmart. Do they really? Yes. I haven't been out there. I haven't been to Coita. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm thinking Catusa. I'm getting my C's mixed up. Oh, the one out there by the casino? Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice one. It is a nice one, right? Yeah. Just give it a year or two. What does that mean? Well, it'll go to crap eventually, like most Walmarts do. I don't know. I think the the people of of, of, uh, Catusa will be taking... Pride in that. I hope so. I know. I I lived in Owasso when the Supercenter was built out there on 96th Street, right? 
and it was good for it was solid for like a couple of years and then it just kind of gradually went downhill. Oh, I, I don't know what that means because I live out there and I go to that one and I don't think it's bad at all. You don't think so? I thought I, it was a nice one. I've been in worse, that is true, but it just, uh, I think it could be better. What? But what? Like maybe the, for one, the customer service, but that's all the way around. The cleanliness of it, the quality of their groceries. Yeah, that's just my opinion though. Are you talking about Walmarts? Yeah. So it's not a was. it's not that one. I'm using that one as an example. It's it, it starts off really well, like all new things do, but with age, things just go to. Poop. I know, but you said you you're naming things that you're that you associate with the whole brand. Maybe so. No, that you said that right. <laughs> I'm not putting words in your mouth. You said that right. I get it. Yes, I said that. It's it's like that all across the board. Some places are worse than others. That one started off real nice, and now it's just. I. Going that one, I don't think it's bad at all. Like, not even close. Okay. Like I said, I've been in worse, but it's it's getting there. I love Walmart. As do I. I don't know. Doesn't sound like it. Everybody's got the problems with something, right? And that just happens to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the talk slut. <laughs> the only Walmart. All that made no sense to me. No, it doesn't make any sense to me either, but I mean, hey. I mean, oh, God, <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on right now. My father would say he <laughs> he's just talking to hear his head rattle. Okay. Yeah, that's is it my, one of my dad's old phrases. Hey, he's just talking to hear his head rattle when someone's just jabbering. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's he's a talk slut. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's what talk sluts do. Same same thing. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Big Mad Morning Show. You can listen online, the website, therocksKMOD.com. I feel like i got to start over. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I posted this photo yesterday. All right, I have a question. If you pay for a service, right, mm-hmm. and that service isn't happening, how long should you wait when that service isn't happening to complain about it? And it's a luxury service. It's not like I'm paying someone to repair my car. Was it scheduled to happen at a certain time? It's it's supposed to happen every week, and it's been two weeks. Okay. Then you should have, like, when it didn't happen on the second week, maybe even. I'll let them slide on one week. But on the second week, that next day, say it's scheduled on a Monday, on the second Tuesday, I'd been calling. I'd been like, hey, dude. But does a luxury service you pay for warrant you are you allowed to complain about that or if you complain about a luxury service like that are you just being a dick no you are allowed to complain about it and here's the reason why you're paying them you are paying them for their service therefore you have every right to complain about whatever you could be a dick all you want or you could be the nicest person in the world but you are paying these people to do something for you therefore you can complain it is your right is this a monthly charge or is this per Service. Oh, I pay monthly. Okay, so I pay. I pay a lot. No matter what happens, it's a, it's the same monthly charge. They charge me no matter what. Okay, then I will be pissed. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed. Yeah, but it's like ah, oh, is it is it rough having somebody mow your yard? <laughs> no, actually, it's very rough because it's not happening. <laughs> but yeah. you're still out the money regardless. Yeah, and listen, I'll make this. This is what I said, and then I'll let me preface it with i understand i'm being a jerk uh they worked one day last week which i don't understand 
It was pretty nice, wasn't it? It, it rained a couple days. Okay. And then they gave him Father's They were behind, but they gave him Father's Day off. Uh, it's not like a national holiday where like banks are closed or anything. Listen, I'm all about spending time with your fathers. Yeah. But if you own a business and you got work to do and you're backed up, it's been two weeks since my lawn's been mowed. Yeah. <laughs> they should be out there on Father's Day. Negatory. Negatory to what? That's unacceptable. Oh. If you're paying to get that service done and it's been two, it's been half the month that you have not gotten that service, mm-mm. And I contacted them, and they were like, oh, we'll be out there tomorrow. And they When had... was that? That was Monday. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I'm paying monthly. Like, they automatically take it out of my account. So I think, like, do you just cancel? See, this is the problem. I realize how, <laughs> I realize how ridiculous this sounds, but I don't care. I'm paying a lot of money. You're paying for this service. It's not happening. You bitch and complain and do what you got to do to get them out there to fix the problem. If they yeah, can't fix the problem. You shouldn't have to do that. You, you're not paying to complain to somebody. You shouldn't have to bitch and complain. It should get done. You're right. But it's not getting done. So bitch and complain. Make it happen. If it doesn't happen, switch services. That's what I would do. I wouldn't pay for this month. Like, you owe me my money back and you have a card for your friend that does a better job than you. I just don't. I just don't understand how it goes that long. You own a business. You pay people. This is when you. There's local businesses. This is why I get apprehensive about supporting a local business. Right. Because you feel like they're more lenient. This will be the second time I've been burned by this. By company. no, not by this company. Okay. By a local business. Ooh. And you're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll sign up for. I want to support a local business. And then you do, and then this happens. Yeah. It's like gah. Yeah. I like, my grass off. is almost 10 inches tall. Dang. Your grass is almost bigger than you, Corby. I would definitely <laughs> pull that. Dude, my no wonder uh, somebody put a pet, a post up there like no wonder your dog craps inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is the HOA on your ass? <laughs> no. They can <laughs> no. No, that won't happen. Well, I know they're I've never been part of one, but from what I understand they're particular about Grass being cut, you know. It's not a. It's not you know the Third Reich. I mean, like, <laughs> everybody thinks they're like HOAs are so horrible. Eh, if, that's what I hear. A, there's a set of rules that you agree to when you buy your house. If you don't follow them, you're the dumb one. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're gonna buy this house. Okay, here's a set of rules, and then you move in, and you're like, f those. You're dumb. Yeah. I no, they're not complaining. I just. It's frustrating. I get it. Because you, you pay someone to mow your yard, right? Mm-hmm. I personally feel like when you do that, you feel like your yard should look awesome. I should have the best yard on the block. Absolutely. Yeah. These are professionals out there cutting your grass. It's not like some you know teenager down the road trying to make some extra loot. They, <sighs> it should look good. And I like the person that put a post up that said, you're just trying to get a free yard mowing. No, I'm not. Of the people on the show, I'm the one that doesn't really do that. That's Gimpy. I don't see it. Gimpy and Biggie were Gimpy and Biggie were the biggest. Our Biggie was a big culprit. Gimpy a big culprit. While we're on the topic, I have a tree in the backyard that needs to be trimmed. So I mean, email me Gimpy at KMOD.com. Just saying. If you want to give it to him. Help a Gimpy guy out. Come on. Gimpy oh, loves to on. just have it given to himself. If you could just uh. give it to him. It's sad but true. He doesn't even really ask for it. He just wants it. <laughs> just give it to me. That's, that's slutty. <laughs> it is slutty. That's slutty. Okay.
But then I read it, and I, then you know, then I'm like, ah, this is the worst thing going on in my life. Yeah, so what? Not so bad. Yeah, you know, like what's the worst thing going on in your life right now, Sam? My dad's having surgery this morning. Okay, I'm see, see, <laughs> see what I'm talking about? Like I'm like, mm, my yard's not getting mowed. The grass is too tall. My lush green I'm, grass. I'm paying somebody to mow my yard, and it's not getting mowed. Well, golly, I was at the I was at the country club. And I was complaining <laughs> that my yard wasn't mowed. And my name is Monty. Right. Monty. Cornflake, what's the worst thing going on in your life right now? Uh, nothing in specific. Uh, I re- <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> oh. Well, my yard isn't getting mowed, okay? Yeah, it's pretty standard across the board. It's day to day. What does that mean? I'm, work, go, work, go home, sleep. That's literally it. So no, everything's great in Cornflake land. Have you talked to the girl from the patio party? Oh, yeah. Are you, is it, uh, yes. Oh, sorry. He'll let us know. Yeah. He'll let us know if he wants to talk about that. <laughs> My bad. How dare you talk about something that happened at a show patio party? My bad. Jesus, Sam, what are you thinking? Gimpy, what's the worst thing <laughs> happening in your life right now? Uh, these plumbing issues that I'm having. Finally got the water heater fixed yesterday. Brand new water heater. What up? Uh, but I still have a leaky faucet in the uh, shower in the bathroom. So he pulled the uh, the stem on the inside of the, the handle faucet. You know what I'm talking about? And, of course, they were closed, and he couldn't get another one, so I had to use the other bathroom to take a shower this morning. <laughs> so you had to use the, you're not comfortable. Right. No, yeah, that's the one that the kids use, man. And there's toys all over the place and clothes everywhere, and I'm right. just like, oh, God. It's tough. I want my bathroom back. The life, life is horrible, man. I'm telling you. The worst thing's going on in your life, man. <laughs> my second bathroom I have to use. Ugh. This does not please me. So what about your leak that's... Buckling your floors. He thinks that it's because of the leaky faucet and the shower, right? That it's running back behind the faucet and going down through the wall underneath the shower saw and down through into the closet bedroom, soaking up everything. Jeez, man. Well, I'm telling you. He thinks that <laughs> if he fixes this stem, that it's going to fix everything. I said, do what you got to do, man. Yeah, you just mess with that stem, it'll work out just fine. Yeah. Just be gentle. Yeah, just be gentle with it. <laughs> Talk wanna, sweet to you it. You don't want to over overstimulate the stem, am I right, Cornflake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tickets to Center of the Universe Festival we have given we're gonna give away. Uh we're gonna try and stump Sam again. And then today's top five song list is fantastic. Mm. Top five songs. You ready? Top five bagpipe songs from listener uh Celtic Clark one two three. Is it Celtic or is it Celtic? Or is it like tomato tomato sort of thing? Is it the Boston Celtics? You're right, but is it Celtic love? <laughs> See? Hey, man. Guacamole. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wassa. Hey, man. Guacamole. Hey. <laughs> hey, different for everybody, man. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. The Big Man Morning Show. Corbin's going to look like a gnome standing in his front yard. Get off your lazy ass, Corbin. Mowing the lawn is a man's job. Looks like you're not a man, Corbin. Because you can afford a luxury. <laughs> you're not a man because you've earned money to pay for someone to do it. <laughs> Uh, Big Brother 17 tonight, Sam. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm so happy. 
I love Big Brother. <laughs> Gets me so excited. Like it is summertime when it's Big Brother time. Do you know you can oh, watch the God. feed? Yeah, I did two years ago. Um, but it kind of ruins it. Like if you do that twenty four hour thing, I know that you can buy. I think it's a, it it's on HBO, right? Yeah. The Showtime? Showtime. Yeah, I think it's on it Showtime? Showtime After Dark or something like that. Yeah, but it like ruins it because... It'll show them naked. Yeah, yeah. but it'll it'll show them before, like, it, when someone sure. gets eliminated, you, like, don't see them in the news feed, the After Dark thing. So, like... Yes, but you can also, when they're doing, like, a challenge, mm-hmm. you can go to the that and start watching it to see what happens later that night. Yeah. That's fun. And there's Twitter posts about it, so you can follow along, like, someone that pays for the service. Ooh. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, when I had that service, like what, two years ago, or whatever, I got to watch an awesome cat fight that they didn't even put on air. Yes. Like, they completely skipped it, and I was like, "Ah, right place, right time." I don't know why this is reminding me of it. Naked and afraid. I watched the episode from Sunday. Are you watching this show? I'm not watching it. I I watched all last season, but are not. you watching this cornflake? I have not, dude. <laughs> it's awesome. They had these two. They had an Air Force guy, uh, an Air Force girl. And a Navy girl, no, I've got that backwards. A Navy girl, I don't know, two people that were in the service. <laughs> and uh, she was like, hey, don't touch that tree. It's a chin-chin tree. It, the, the molasses will be like acid on your hands. Okay. And he's like, okay. And they build a hut. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and build a hut. Built the hut underneath the chin-chin tree. And he got <laughs> the molasses all over him. <sighs> and he just, it kicks your ass. Like, it burns your skin, and the sores turn black. Good. Shut your face. Yeah, it, was, it makes your joints sore. Like, it was, it was brutal. Like, it this is a, it was a pretty big dude. Just, deep, I mean, ruined it for him. Almost quit. She's like, I think there's a root I can go find that if we rub it on there, it'll neutralize it. And it grows next to that tree. And so she went out looking for it, found that root, came back, saved the day. Wow, she's a little... Yes. Smart little toaster that yeah. girl is. Good I love job. watching that show because people will just talk big smack and then nothing. Negatory. There's one show I never, ever, ever want to go on. Oh, you'll never hear me come on the air one day. Hey, like tomorrow I'm going to be off because I'm going to be on Naked and Afraid. <laughs> not hap- That's not happening. That doesn't sound like I a good I pay time. someone to mow my yard. <laughs> There's no way I'm going out on some crazy island. It's just not happening do they get money for like no they just have to give everything up free of charge and live out there in the woods naked yes they maybe they get compensated like a per diem for being on the show Uh but there's no there's no prize i'll get out of here i was watching Uh. last night i was watching america's got talent which i think is one of the best shows on television uh and you know the winner gets a million dollars not really there's fine print at the end that plays. I paused it last night. You get a million dollars over 40 years. That's not that much. Nick Cannon's Jeez, million dude. dollar shoes are more than the contestants win. Or you can take the lump sum, the lump sum, and the lump sum's like 300000 or something like that, it, right? It's the current value of the annuity, which could be nothing. Wow. You could totally get screwed on yes. that show. Wow. Yes. Over a million dollars over 40 years is only like 20 grand a year or something like that, right? I uh, well, you mean like out of 600,000? I mean, I don't know if we're the ones to be doing the math. I got it right here. Uh 25,000 a year. <laughs> That's hmm. some people's living. That's their paychecks. So, That's I mean, pre-tax. Oh, geez. and they start yeah. getting taxes out so you really only get like 15. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I won America's Got Talent. You did? Yeah, I won a million dollars. No, you didn't. (laughs) It's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Napping man wakes up to bear biting him. Peter Rizzuto, 77, of Aspen, Colorado, was taking a nap in his backyard, woke up. Well, he thought there was a uh, German shepherd that was casually nibbling on his ankle. <laughs> so he, with his eyes closed, starts petting it and says, quote, nice doggy. He kept petting it. And he, what the hell just happened? Phone fell. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he, was petting the, he was petting the bear, saying, nice doggy. And he looked at it. It looked at him. And he looked down at the animal's feet and noticed it had, quote, beautiful nails. That's when he freaked out, ran inside, and called animal control. Were they painted? What, uh, a, weird, <laughs> what a weird story, a weird dude. To be like, I looked down well, at their the feet source. and they're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, okay. I I, and he was, just, okay. he was just outside his place, fell he, asleep? He was sleeping in his backyard. He's taking, taking a nap. That's where bears hang out. He's 70. Seven years old. He'd been there for a while. So he's <laughs> he'd been sleeping. A, he didn't have a twenty-minute cat nap like sitting in the hammock. Like this is nice, and just doze off for a minute. Right. He took an eight-hour nap. He got nothing to do. Manana. Yep. <laughs> Sit here and get day drunk. And we're gonna pass out. Uganda's ugliest man becomes dad for the eighth time with his second wife. Uganda's ugliest man literally has more game than you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Godfrey Baguma, and he's known as C Baby, and which what? means that's what C Baby C E S E B A B I C Baby. It looks like his face is censored, right? Like but you know, it's, it's, that's natural oh, though. Oh, you will die in seven days. The Grudge when like you they take the picture and your face gets like smeared and that's sure. how you know you that's yes. what he looks like yes. all the time he looks like you'll die in seven days just on the regular he's that ugly he's he is ugly and his mouth when he opens it like he's missing like his he's got one side of his gums are sw- more swollen than the other and so his teeth don't really go all the way across his gums like his grill is like spaced out so he's just got straight up gum space. Like a gummiest smile you've ever seen. It's really, it's not okay. <laughs> but so his first wife, uh, I, apparently the, the dude has money. That's how he's doing so good. And his first wife, they had two kids together. And then he said that like people started telling her like, oh, you could do better. So she eloped with another man. And he said that he caught her cheating. And so he said, I assured her our relationship was over. So with his new wife, they didn't like live together or anything until they already had kids because he didn't want the girls, friends, and family to meet this ugly dude and be like, oh, don't do that. So he wanted to wait till they had kids to like come out as a couple so that, you know, since they have kids, I guess they have to stay together. They got married in 2013 and they just celebrated the birth of their sixth child. Okay, okay. They just got married in 2013, but they've, they've been together. You can't have six kids in two years. He, didn't, he wanted to explore his options. <laughs> oh, well, he's a cheater pumpkin eater, too. I didn't even think about that. 
Right. The, Oh, I was thinking, well, I knew that math didn't add up because I'm like, what's really? Like, I mean, I knew. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, maybe maybe they had, like, triplets or something, and they they just didn't mention that. But I guess he was being a cheater also. It's not good. F- well, whatever. When you look, when you look like that, you take what you can get, buddy. Way to go. I, I mean, if he's cheating, it sounds like the options are pretty good. Yeah. Again, I think he has money. He said that um, the, his ex-wife or whatever was not there for the right reasons and that she was there financially, which means ugly dude is loaded. Pro- usually ugly dudes are really smart, so, I mean, that makes sense. What's the Chris Rock quote? Uh, men are as faithful as their options? Yep. <laughs> oh, that's depressing. <laughs> so it, there are women out there that love having sex with guys that are ugly. It's their fetish. Like- it makes them feel better. I've... That I mean, <laughs> having sex with an ugly guy usually doesn't make me feel better. I mean, unless they're like a really nice person, but it, then I'm not like, oh yeah, got that. There's a fetish out there for everyone. Yeah, that that <laughs> psychology doesn't make sense to me. If I have sex with this really ugly guy, he's gonna make me feel really good about myself. There are guys that only have sex with ugly women because mm-hmm. it makes them feel some weird dominance. That doesn't mean it's right or it's okay or whatever. Um, I think when it comes to desire, like sexual desire, some people have weird things that do it for them. Yeah. Think of the guys in the pony thing. Good. Oh, bronies? <laughs> yeah. That's true. I try to think of my weird sex thing. I don't think it's like weird enough to be a book or like I feel like probably pretty a lot of people have the same in common with me, I think. Which is? Wouldn't you like to know? I'm just saying it's like a big broad thing. It's not like I like trophies or what are those things called? <laughs> what, what? Trough, trough masks, yes. Trough, trough we can't mask. say what they're called on the air, but yeah, trough mask. <laughs> yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. So what is yours? She said big broads. <laughs> what? what is yours, Sam? She said big broads. It's a big broad thing. Oh, no. Like I meant like a, like there's a lot of people in that club with me. I, I like to oh. uh, like uh, be dominated. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty big club. They wrote a book about it, but not that hardcore. I don't yeah. like to get beat up. Yeah, that one's a little extreme. Yeah, but... How, like, how severe are we talking? Like, I, not beat up. How much, like, dominance-wise? How You want tied up? Uh, I would try that, I guess. Whipped? I haven't really done that yet. Whipped? Um, yeah, I would try that. Gagged. Like, you no, know, the ball like gag thing. Get, the mask. Uh, no. Really? I don't like that. Really? Blindfolded. Yeah. Yeah. Choking. Mm, yeah. She's grinning super big. That one, that was the, I think that was the one. You, right. you found it. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's move on before this gets really uncomfortable. L.A. gang member dies after gold plating his own genitals. What? Awesome. <laughs> this young fella is originally from El Salvador, and he's an active member in the MS-13 crime family. And he's believed to attempted to gold plate his own genitals with a professional automotive gold plater stolen from a local garage, but only after first painting his genitals with a lead-based paint. Okay? So the 17-year-old kid had taken the Spanish nickname of Pelotas de Oro, which translates into golden balls, <laughs> before attempting to plate his own genitalia. Now, Dr. Ian Holsefson says that gold plating one's own genitals is a medical impossibility and should not be attempted. 
They have to say By the it. way, standard data and message rates apply. Stupid. Uh, he says that this is a growing trend within the gang members community and that this is the third case so far this year. He says there have been many occurrences in hospitals in the region in the past years, but it seems to be growing within the gang community. He says, I don't know where the idea comes from, but plating one's own genitals will only ultimately end in serious medical complications or even death, as we've seen here. Or comedy. Gold, gold member. Sorry. Yeah. I get it. I, get I don't. It. I don't understand. It's a like, fictional story, though. I don't understand. What? Gold member. It's a terrible idea. Right. I don't understand why a gang member like does that. Is that tough? Uh, is it or is it like cool? Like you don't want to like don't mess with him, dude. He is gold everywhere. Like a guy that has the gold teeth, right? Right. Yeah, I'm like, all right, that looks cool. Like they're looking cool. They make a lot of money. They can afford the gold teeth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I right. get that. Okay. Uh, you're nuts. Gold plated. I don't get. Well, I've never messed with a plating machine, but I imagine like it's it's more than just paint. It's like hot molten metal. Yes, right. So you dip your junk in these things, and that proves how tough you are. But what are you going to walk around with them hanging out? I'm not going. That's to. like a tattoo on your back. Like no one's really going to know. You are absolutely right. And no girl's going to be down with that. But once word gets out on the streets, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I envision it would be. Oh. <laughs> I think once word gets and the out. pool, I'm look. I'm 40, and there's days I gotta wear like tidy whities to keep everything up close. I'm tired of drying them after I go to the bathroom. You would be adding a lot of extra weights to what's going on down there. Yes, yes. I've seen that video of the guy in Africa that is he's got the stuff tied to it. Yeah, no, not cool. I don't get it, man. Out. I don't get it. Elderly man threatens to blow off Florida postal worker's head. Oh, okay. <laughs> 90-year-old man walked into a Boca Raton post office with a gun and threatened to kill an employee Monday. The man, identified as H.B. Shea, was <laughs> filling out paperwork to ship a document when he got frustrated, slammed a pistol on the counter while telling the employee he wanted to blow his head off. Jesus. A woman was inside the post office when the incident happened. She said she remembers hearing the argument but had no idea what was going on. Quote, I saw the guys come in with helmets and M16s. The road was blocked off. Can you imagine standing in the post office? You're like, oh, God, come on. Yes, there's different ways to mail something. <laughs> Just buy your stamps and move. You know there's an automated machine. Oh, my God, there's M16s. Right? <laughs> uh, they say the man was apprehended while he was exiting the building. He faces charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, improper exhibition of a firearm, and bringing a firearm into a federal facility. He was taken to a medical center for evaluation and then being sent to the jail. He's 90. He's 90? He, he's 90. Oh, wow. He gets a pass, right? He does, pass? I don't know. Does he need an evaluation for his psychosis? No. Because he's old. Because he's just old. You can say that he went postal. Oh. Where's the joke there? Because that's where the term comes from is doing that in a post office. Oh, is it? I yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that's meant going crazy. Because people doing crazy things in post offices, shooting up post offices. Is that a regular it was occurrence? A, it was. In the 90s, it was, yeah. yeah. I'm going radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next.
97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people to win a Polaris Razor from Miller Lite. A chance to get qualified in nine minutes. First, though, Chris Plank from the Buzz 1430, the OU Radio Network, the big show with our friend Pop from 2 to 6, and Fox Sports Radio Nationwide on Sunday nights. And we really don't have, uh, is, do we have a lot going on, Chris? Something uh, something kind of clicked in the old sports world last night. There wasn't anything game-wise, but at about, I was up, t- I okay, to fill the off-season void sometimes, I get caught up on the NFL Network watching these stupid top 10 shows. Have you ever watched oh, yes. any of these? Uh, it gets to the point where it's like ridiculous. The top 10 funny names, number 10. You know, so it's like, <laughs> oh, they're going to stretch this into three right. minutes. And then we'll be back. We'll, yeah. we'll be back. Uh, but I, I was watching the top 10 meltdowns last night, the top 10 mobile quarterbacks, and you're kind of getting excited about football. So then I actually kind of get caught up on Twitter, and there's a Peyton Manning trade rumor that hit last night. There's the, I guess, result of Tom Brady's appeal which took place last night. So there was a little bit of news last night that we typically don't have in late June in the old football world. I'm not buying anything with the Peyton Manning trade rumor, though. That, you that's, think that's just all smoke and mirrors? I, I, the guy that that reported it, his name's Benjamin Albright, and he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I've had him on the national show a couple of times. But I also think there's a certain element of throwing S up against the wall and seeing if it <laughs> sticks. <laughs> because, hey, and, and this had been mentioned on a podcast on the NFL Network. And the whole theory was that the Broncos never really wanted to bring Peyton Manning back, but they thought, okay, they want to build towards the future. They kind of think maybe next year we have a shot, but not as good of a shot as we've had in years past. So they offered Peyton Manning to the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans, believe it or not, weren't interested in him. Like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. What? Uh, Yeah, I know, right? It seems crazy. Because the Broncos are ready to head into the 2015 season with Brock Osweiler. As their starting quarterback, <laughs> he's he's about he's about as uh, skinny as cornflake, and he's six foot eight. You know, oh, so and he's never taken, I think, an NFL snap in a game that matters. You know, he's been there as far as the feeling is concerned. The Denver Broncos quickly and emphatically denied the report. The agent for Peyton Manning said no conversations were ever had with me. Uh, the Denver media kind of then went at. Uh, this Albright dude and started attacking him, but this was actually a rumor that kind of started on a podcast from the NFL Network. So I would take that as a fan of a team in the AFC West, Corbin. This guy is a joke. <laughs> Benjamin Albright? Yeah, yes. he's, uh, he's a little bit of a... His, his, his Twitter page is Albright NFL, which would lead you to believe he yeah. is a part of the NFL. Right, exactly. Which he is not. Got, yeah, that's him. That's he's him. got on his on his uh, bio, he's got uh, NFL draft. Yep. He's a draft then he's got, guru. Which, yeah, he knows he can follow. He can try and predict stuff pretty well. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a fortune teller. Yeah, he's oh, a okay. statistical guy. Creator too. of complete QBR. Oh, sorry, Sam. which I don't know what QBR is. Yeah, some quarterback rating he claims he created. And as seen on Yahoo, Fox Sports, ESPN, and the host of some sports show, I'm guessing in on, Denver on a radio station that's not really on the air right now because they're having tower maintenance. Okay, so <laughs> somewhat. A guy, yeah. So then another guy commented on Twitter. I love this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I love commented this on too. Twitter, who's a part who helps do scouting reports mm-hmm. uh, for uh, scouting news and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and wrote. Bottom line is this guy, his story. He tried to turn nothing into something and acted irresponsibly. 
Yeah. Oh, he was getting crushed all night last night. Uh, and if you want to spend some time in his mentions, which is always fun to do whenever you have a story like this break, the guy's just getting throttled. I'm always marveled at someone like that that has, what is it, like 14,000 followers? Yeah, nearly like, 16,000 like, followers, yeah. Uh, what are you people doing right now? Yeah, and he's almost tweeted 100,000 times. It's oh, a yeah. lot of work, man. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I can, I'm good for maybe three tweets a day. Then, uh, I gotta take a break. You know, that's, that's a little bit much for me. But yeah. Osweiler's hot. Yeah, he's a, uh. I can't believe I disagreed with that. He's a decent looking dude. Arizona State product, too. He's from yeah, uh, that's probably the Arizona why. era. So anyway, uh, not much to this, but again, thought it was uh, interesting enough to bring it to balls. Fun ball sports, sports stuff, though. Morning. Yeah. Well, and then we had the Tom Brady appeal that was finally heard yesterday. Brady's appeal of his four-game suspension lasted 10 hours yesterday. And according to Adam Schefter's report, Tom Brady's greatest ally was Tom Brady. Sources also told Schefter that Brady came off as very genuine, earnest, and persuasive addressing every issue raised in the league-sanctioned Wells report during a lengthy meeting, which we said lasted 10 hours. The basis of Brady's side was the evidence collected in the Wells report doesn't prove that Brady violated any NFL rules, and the punishment is harsher than that of similar violations. Meanwhile, we did have some action on the field last night. The Drillers won their first game of the second half of the season, beating Springfield 10 to two, thanks to a seven-run eighth inning. They play at noon today. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank, the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. All right. Qualifying people to win a Polaris ATV. We do it all the time. Every hour. All the time counts as every hour, right? Uh, when you say all the time, I think like all the time. Every hour, every minute, every day of, of the year. It sounds like we're doing it. All the time for the foreseeable future. There you go. There you go. Zach Fry of Collinsville. He just played a part in that. So Zach's qualified to win a Polaris Razor 900 ATV that we're giving away from Miller Lite. Like I said, uh, of Collinsville, so go cards. I think that if you win this, you will be collecting new friends. Oh, totally. Because they'll want to go for rides on it. Absolutely. And, right? Yeah, easily. And that's just like a bet. Like, the same way you have a nice car, you have one of those ATVs. You're like, ooh, you got spending money. So, if well, yeah, you did it with the slingshot thing that was out at our patio party that Fifth Gear Cycle brought out. That was so fun. Yeah. All right, so... um I I'm having surgery on my elbow in July, right? I've been I have a tear in a tendon, whatever. I can't really do any lifting with it. I definitely can't mow my yard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm having surgery to fix it. Sam's uh, dad is having surgery today. Yeah. Uh, surgery is just something that is a part of, I guess, life, right? Whether you're getting dental work done or whatever. Well, this guy in D.C. is suing. Uh, his doctor for defamation and medical malpractice. Defamation. He recorded. It's funny when you hear defamation and what was going on. He recorded his doctors during a colonoscopy. <laughs> and they talked smack about him while he was oh. under. Just trying to record instructions from them. But he accidentally taped the entire exam. And they made fun of him. And I, I have the audio. Awesome. Oh, yay! Because we've talked before about how people, like, you think you haven't had a picture, they haven't looked at your junk? 
Right. You think you're out of the room and some nurse doesn't want to look at your junk or ladies, some male nurse doesn't want to look at your twig and berries or a doctor for that part. <laughs> They'll, they don't want to take a gander at the pink canoe. Yeah, they do. They made a whole Seinfeld episode out of it. Yes. So here is the audio that this guy recorded. He was under for a colonoscopy, and the doctors were talking smack. And really, after five minutes of talking to you in pre-op, I wanted to punch you in the face and man you up a little bit. So just make sure you're down there. give me some lube on the phone? No, you accidentally rub up against it. Some syphilis on your arm or something. So you're here in the beginning where the anesthesiologist and the gastroenterologist, the guy who runs the equipment, is laughing about how annoying this guy was. So you heard him say, I wanted to punch him in the face. All right? It's probably tuberculosis in the penis, so I'm going to be all right. Just get a PPD in like a month, and then you'll take some INH and be fine. As long as it's not Ebola, you're okay. So if you see a reaction, you penis Ebola. <laughs> now, why would they need to see his penis? Uh, on a colonoscopy? Yeah, that's the total opposite end of what you're supposed to be doing there. But you got to roll that's them over, right? shocking. No, you, when you get a colonoscopy, you lay on your side. They, you, you lay on your side and they go, here you go. Okay, so they don't lay you down. You don't lay down flat on your back and then knock you out and then roll you over manually. I've had a colonoscopy and I believe I was on my side. Okay. I've never had one, so I do not know. Um, there's the, He's suing. Oh, he won the suit. The lawsuit's over. He won the lawsuit. They had to pay him $500,000. Dang. Good. Here's more of the audio. And I'm putting his ID in. He's like, I always pass out when um, I look at them. Great. Well, why are you looking, looking then, retard? I said, <gasps> why are you looking? They want to believe what they want to believe. These yeah. people are into their medical problems. They need to have medical problems. Round and round we go, wheel of annoying patience goes. Round and round we go, wheel of annoying patience goes. Oh my God. I would be so heated if I listened to this. I get out of surgery, I'm not feeling well. Oh, I didn't. Why is this 24 minutes long? But defamation. It's not like they went out in public and talked to us about this guy. Like, this guy has a private recording. It's. Not like they defamed him. Like it, it, they were just talking s about the guy. He got his feelings hurt. Well, they you're about to hear what happened. Defamation. They said something that wasn't true. Okay, right with knowledge that it wasn't true. They just said he had a bowline in his penis. Like <laughs> that. That's defamation. L- l- well, listen. Where to land? Nobody knows. I feel bad. I shouldn't be so mean. I'm going to mark hemorrhoids, even though we don't see them. They probably won't. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. They're going to oh. mark hemorrhoids on his chart, even though they doesn't have it. Well, that's not very nice. Malpractice. And defamation. <laughs> they're damaging the reputation of somebody with... They're talking trash about this person. Yeah. Knowing stuff isn't true. And they're saying that he has hemorrhoids, even though he really doesn't. They're oh. marking it on a, which is a legal document, isn't it? A, a yeah. medical chart? I don't know what, a, what that means. It's a false statement trying to reputation. They already said they, don't, they weren't happy with him. Yeah. They've established negativity, right? And then they said something. Defamation's hard to prove. We don't know what part he won the lawsuit on. But, I mean, still, like, they were talking about, I mean, they were like, oh, he probably has Ebola or tuberculosis in his penis, and, you know, like... Yeah, that's just them talking S. I mean, that's they're just being jerks. Putting li- libel is the big part there, where he put they put down that 
on his medical document, a published document, that he has something he doesn't. Right. But, I mean, that so, guy just knew his ass. That's a, that's a. I mean, I get that you're saying, oh, it was private, but like they're professionals, they're doctors, they're not at a bar, they're in a, they're it's during a medical procedure. Like I get it, we all you know talk ish during work, but they got caught. Like they're stupid. You can't record anything now. Like I don't know if they're <laughs> stupid. I, I I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, well, they. they I feel, I feel like he deserves that money. He got them. They're, they weren't protecting themselves. They're in a professional setting. Like, you're responsible for what you say and what you do when you're at work. You're operating on somebody. Like, I, you're putting me under, and I'm trusting that you're going to take care of me. Like, it's, I mean, they said, you know, dickish things, but they're doctors. They have a higher standard. It's not the same thing as two people working at Walmart talking crap about some customers. Or in a studio. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're, they're doctors. It's different. And, like, they got busted. Good for him. I, I just think they're just being dicks. I, I don't see what the defamation thing is. Like, they didn't make anything public. This was his private recording. Medical documents are private. Everything's private. I don't see the defamation because his reputation isn't – his public reputation has nothing to do with it at all. Right. He, they, they put something in a published document, his medical record, that wasn't true. Okay. That's that, defamation. That's malpractice the way I see it. No, malpractice is saying you have something and treating you for it. So, like, he would go to a different doctor and be like, I have these hemorrhoids. Like, that it, it, that document is not just for his not. Like, that, he, other people are going to see that. I love that we're all playing lawyer. Right? Splitting yeah. <laughs> we, we don't even know like what, some bitch. We don't even know what a million dollars is. <laughs> well. No, not we're guilt by association. <laughs> God damn it. That's the part that I think a lot of people fail to see. <laughs> we're in that boat, unfortunately. We're yeah. rowing going, yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> But you go to the doctor, you just expect that's they're going to be professional, and yeah. they should be. Well, anything should be professional. You're, you're paying for I, services. Your lawn, for no, instance, should be professional. No, no way. No way to compare a surgery room with lawn mowing or or a strip club is just there. No way. There are certain things in in my mind. There are certain things that have to be at a high standard. Right, that's yes. part of the outrage of like police officers. Yes, you're, exp- you, you're you, by your defense, you're saying that that's okay. They're just police officers. They have bad days. Yeah, but they're you know, cops talk ass to people all the time. Yeah, and they shouldn't, and they're getting in trouble for it. Public servants. Oh Split, yeah, splitting hairs. Here we here. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I get it, man. You gotta try and find your way out of that. It's it's it's, it's all good. It's I think all good. if it was your mom or somebody else, like you would be feeling different. Like this guy won a defamation lawsuit, so you know, hurrah, good for him. That's awesome. But like, if it was my mom or someone I you know loved, cared for, I like defamation wouldn't even come to mind because it has nothing to do with your public you know appearance. Right, clearly he got a lawyer. Yeah, to that knew how to, the law pretty well and knew how to pin him down. Knows better than I do, obviously, but still, it just didn't make sense to me. I, it's not one I would have picked. Yeah, but he probably went to a lawyer and was like, "Hey, this is what's happening," and they went, "We can get him for this. We 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 can get him for this." The libel makes sense on the on the actual medical record. That makes sense. The thing that I find fascinating about lawyers is most lawyers will only act. Based on your emotion level, they'll take a case knowing there's no case there because your emotion is so ratched up. I'm pissed at these people. They screwed me over. I want to get them. 
Great. We need a $1,000 retainer. Yeah. So you automatically get a lawyer. You just think they're automatically on your side. That's a misconception. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Because you're going to... Being more passionate, you're you're is going to be harder to talk. Like it'll be easier to talk you into giving you a thousand dollars because you know you're right and you want to prove that rather than someone's like, eh, eh, maybe I'm kind of upset about this. Like you can get money out of somebody who has an extreme emotion easier. Yeah, it's sales. They want billable hours. Makes they have sense. a quota of billable hours to have. So if somebody comes in and say you worked at the high wing place and they're like, I'm real hungry. I want to have a. I'm going to have a party, and I want to have a great party, and I want a lot of buffalo wings. It's your job to make sure you get as many. You don't care. Yeah. But you, yeah, you want to get as many bu- uh, buffalo wings sold as possible. Same thing with a lawyer, especially someone that's ratched up like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna no, we're gonna get them. Absolutely, but I just need a thousand dollars. Oh, here you go, buddy. Right, because I'm worth seventy five dollars an hour. Just to think about it for a little bit. Right, just to write a letter. <laughs> lawyers are amazing. Did you know that? What was the stat? It was like two thirds of all lawyers, people that graduate as lawyers, don't become lawyers. Really. <laughs> Go through all that school. I, that's like a lot of school, right? Like yeah. a doctor? Yeah. And that's fascinating to me. Huh. And yeah, there's a trend of people that graduate with whatever their degree is not getting a job in that field. Yeah, if it's like ballroom dancing. Right, but I would think... I think there's a difference between like communications and arts versus you know being a lawyer and attorney. So that's really specific. I feel like you would use that. You almost have your degree, right? You have a couple credits short. Mm-hmm. What is it in? Communications. Okay. But that's not broadcasting. Uh, no, it's not specific. You didn't take one class that had to do with broadcasting. No, I did. What? Or well, I, I guess my credits are a little bit different because we got I have broadcasting credits in radio and TV because of my A school training in military. Right, so it's <laughs> not the I same mean, at all. But I have a credit that's radio broadcast credit, like that's specific to that. But like most people, you I mean you get a general degree and you like wind up in there ish like. I would say, like, accountants, usually they are pretty specific. Lawyers, doctors, like, you get those degrees, like, those, you go to do that job because they're re- that's really specific right. versus somebody who has a communications degree that, I mean, could be anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not as, so I feel like lawyers, you go, you get that really hard degree, you would cash that in. That's a, that's a crazy statistic. I would think so. Yeah. It, I, I want to think, I, I would like to think that there is a, Degree of uh, like criminal defense attorneys that have a uh, moral problem with it, like you know, like they're letting bad guys getting bad guys out of jail and just be like, I don't think I could do this for the rest of my life. Have, I mean, there is the stereotype of some scumbag lawyers. I think it's more the norm than you would think. Yeah, but still, I have I- some friends that are lawyers. Two come to mind specifically, and they're really great people. Yeah. I would happily trust them with a lot of things. I just think that there's, when it comes to especially criminal defense, that there would be a degree of people that actually make it in the field and change their mind once they've had some moral issue with it. Yeah. Ah, crazy to think about going to school that long and not getting your job. Yeah. This is a great, great line. In Sam's defense, we don't listen to the BMMS because of your formal education. <laughs> what? <laughs> listen. If you were listening to that because of your formal education, seventy five percent of it doesn't of this room doesn't have it. <laughs> so, or you, you, I feel like that's a given. Uh, 
There is so little education in this room. <laughs> if you had to put a number on it, what would it be? What? Number on what? Uh, like the, the <laughs> amount of years of education that in collected in the room. I got a number for you. Nine. F. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, that's a joke. For those who don't know, he's making a joke because it's not a number. Right. <laughs> pointing out how stupid we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, I went to college, so I've got, you know, formal education. We're going to count as post high school. Okay, anything after high school. Yes. Okay, and I oh. I have my degree done for, for your you college your, for yourself. I have a bachelor's. Yes. Bachelor's. Okay. So, yes. Uh, and the corn, debt to prove it. Since Cornflake didn't graduate, does that count as negative points against us? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just counts as zero. Oh, mm. goose egg. <laughs> and formal education. We'll just count as college. Okay. All right. Sam, how many years do you have? Three and a half. Okay, so there's seven, right? Mm-hmm. Gimpy? I took a year-long course. So <laughs> did you finish? Like, you got yeah, your grade? totally. I got certified and everything. But you get a degree. But that's not college. You have, you have, an, you it, have a... You stated that it's any kind of education I, no, outside I said college. of high nope, school. I said college. Okay, well, then there's no college training. No, it's, it's a trade school. To me, it's still a formal education. Okay. So, we've got eight years out of Ooh. a possible out of a possible sixteen. <laughs> so I was off statistically halfway there. Fifty percent formal education. Well, you figured that out. So I mean, good job. Right. I didn't say I was right though. It's good with numbers better. I didn't say it was accurate. We're doing the top five songs today, and top five songs today are the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark. One two three. Celtic Clark. One two three. Uh, how do you know that? I've always it's it's so it's the Boston Boston Celtics. It could be it could be pronounced that way. You could look at it like that. Yes, there's Celtic music. There's Celtic music. Boston Celtics. Celtic Clark. How do you know it's Celtic Clark though? Because how do you know he's not a Celtics fan? I see that and I see Celtic. I do not see Celtic. I bet he has a Shizu dog too. <laughs> Shizu, right? <laughs> and some guacamole. Guacamole. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. What up, N-Bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. July 24th and 25th at the Brady Arts District downtown is Center of the Universe Festival. We're psyched to be a part of it again. It's a great outdoor festival of music, hundreds of bands, stages all over the place. It's a really good time. If you love concert venues being outside and that outdoor festival atmosphere, this one, they do a really good job. Uh, July 24th and 25th, and I have a pair of tickets for you. Let's play a game. I can't wait to see Panic at the Disco. I'm such a nerd I can't. for them. Oh, they're so cute. 918-460-KMOD. We are going to play Pick the Flick. This is where we give movie clues to see if you can get them correct. You'll then compete against another team of someone on the show and a listener. Whoever wins the most wins the tickets for Center of the Universe Festival, and the other loser gets nothing. Not a tostada. The current record is... Well, Corbin's got 11. I have six for myself. Cornflake has two. And Sam's got three. 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to the phones, find our first contestant. Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Oh. Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Steven. 
Hey, Stephen, how are you? Hi, I'm all right. Stephen, who do you want to read clues to you? Sam, Cornflake, Gimpy, Corbin, or Sam? Or Corbin. You said Sam? Corbin. Oh, okay. All right, man. <laughs> 60 seconds are going to be on the clock. All right? And uh, you just want to do the best you can. I'll decide on a pass, okay? All right. And what is your favorite movie of all time? The Sandlot. The Sandlot. All right, man. And uh, would you like to go to Center of the Universe Festival? I would love to. be my first one. All right. Now, I'm putting a lot of faith in you, man. Have you seen a lot of movies? I've seen a lot, yeah. All right. You think we'll get... How many do you think we'll get right? Uh, I'm hoping at least five. Five. All right. I like that number. All right. Here we go. Time will start after the first clue. Are you ready, Stephen? Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, pass. Uh... This is a movie about uh, war and... Uh, Tears of the Sun? No, and it is... Uh, pass. Jeez. This is the movie where the girl pea soup spits out of her head and they're trying to get the, 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 you know, the devil out of her. She's possessed. Oh, it's famous. Uh, it's Catholic. It's a Catholic practice. Is it the apparition? Ah, it is not the apparition. Uh, it, this is something that Catholic priests perform on someone who's possessed. I don't know. There's a scene in the movie where she takes the cross and she has, she like jams it somewhere <laughs> repeatedly, making a command to a certain individual. I haven't seen it. All right, pass. This is a movie about a, it's a cartoon movie. Oh, Darn. Oh, Steven, we didn't get one right. All right. Yeah, so Might I, be good I, enough though. I would no, I would know. <laughs> no. no. Steven, I'm actually not even going to put you on hold. Cuz I I know the other person's going to get at least one. All right. All right, brother. See you later. Have a great day. You too. All right, see you later. I feel pretty good about the exorcist. I think your clues were really good. <laughs> You did a good job. I passed on the other ones because I was like, he's not getting Apocalypse Now. Right. Or Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. (laughs) He might have gotten Wreck-It Ralph. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Ryan Morris. All right, Ryan. Ryan, what do you do for a living? I'm a uh, kind of electrician, project manager. Right on, man. So, listen, you just need one. You've got to get one right to win these tickets, okay? All right. Now, you've got to decide who you want to help you try and get this one. This is actually a really important part. Do you want Cornflake, Sam, or Gimpy to read clues to you? Gimpy. Gimpy. Ah! All right. 60 seconds, man, to get Ah! one right. You want to do as many as you can, but one is all you need to do. All right? All right. Timer will start after he gives the first clue. Are you ready, Ryan? I'm ready. All right, Ryan. This is a movie uh, with Lindsay Lohan in it, and it's about uh, the maids in the service that, uh, you know, they clean up. She's trying to... Free them. Uh, I don't know. I've only seen this movie. It's it's crap. Um, pass on that one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is a. This is a. It was one. It's a movie that won many many awards, and it's based in India. Um, Hotel uh, Budapest. No, Budapest that's Hotel. not it. No, but the ghetto are also sometimes known as. Say that again. 
pass on that one too. Jesus Christ, wow. are you a Steven related? All right, man. <laughs> this is a double pointer, and it's a great classic movie from the '90s. It's got Ben Affleck in it, Matthew McConaughey. <clears throat> excuse me, McConaughey. And he says, "Hey, man, you got a joint? Nah, dude. There you go. Double pointer. Yay. Dang. Okay, this is the movie about the uh, dog that has to be put down because he's rabid. It's an old movie. Uh, Cujo. No." He's right. I mean, he, technically it is, but yeah, that's, I mean, come on now. You gave the clues to Cujo. Uh, okay, the dog is rabid, and the boy has to go and shoot his own dog. Wow, man. Chew, right? Where the red fern grows. No, where the red fern grows. Jeez, no. He was, he was giving the clues to old Yeller, believe it or not. Oh, all right. Those were awful clues for the record. Like, yeah, those you gave were really the bad. Wrong, Sam, like, I knew I should have gone with you. I don't suck up now, Ryan. You suck. <laughs> we're not friends. Ryan, congratulations. You're getting those tickets for Sin of the Universe Festival. Hang on the line, okay? Awesome. All right, hang on. Okay. C- congratulations. You did good enough. Right. So I was all ready to give you hell for your clues for the help. Right. Because Lindsay Lohan isn't in the help. That's not Lindsay Lohan. It's Emma it. Stone. It's oh. Emma Stone. But, but... That's Emma Stone. Emma Stone, I think, is incredibly hot. Yes. yes. All right. And then this is Lindsay Lohan. They do look pretty. So I could see how he could get those confused. No, that stupid. Like, but Lindsay Lohan is a wreck. She hasn't even done any huge movies. The Help, a huge movies. It won yep. awards. <laughs> yeah. It was not a piece of crap, even a little yeah. bit. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. And it says the woman in the room. My wife watched it, and I had to sit down, and I fell asleep through it. I did. It, well, you were probably okay. high before the movie. That that's not that's really neither here nor there. Sam <laughs> doesn't do sleep. What else did he pass on? Slumdog Millionaire. And what and what were your clues for that one? God, it's 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 based in awards. India. It's it won in many India. awards. I know that it's based in India. And then the one is and I couldn't. I'd never seen the movie, so I don't know how to describe it. So I'm trying to get them to say slum. So ghettos are also known as yeah. So that's a tough one to give clues to. Well, uh, okay, it's a. It's what a would movie you have said? That it was a. He was. It was like a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game show. Yeah, can't say a millionaire. He, uh-uh. Okay. Oh, it was, okay. It was a game show, and uh, you had to be, he was super smart and like beating everybody, but he was from a poor neighborhood. Quiz show. Quiz show. That's not the name of a movie. Yeah, it actually is. Price is right. Price is right. Is it Price is right? <laughs> no. Price is right. India. Price is right. That is, I think that's a tough one. That was very tough. Um, what else did he pass on? Uh, it was just those two. Okay, and then, and then I passed on uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, that uh, and Hotel Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> That's with Adam Sandler, the Bat movie, but I don't think Steven would have got that either. Right, or uh, he would have. That would have probably been <laughs> right. He's naming some weird that, I stuff. I actually didn't know the Transylvania one. Um, that was a cute movie. And then Wreck It Ralph <laughs> and uh, The Exorcist. Yeah. How is Jason Confused a double pointer? Y'all is that hard? That's y'all. Wait, but is this a, is is Days and Confused a hard one? Do you th- no? Do you think it's a hard one? Especially not with how, as much as we talk about that movie. Absolutely not. <laughs> but Slumdog Millionaire was that a dub pointer? No, no. Yeah. Come on. By the way, Old Yeller. I love. I mean, technically, you gave the right clues for Old Yeller, right? right? The dog goes cra- Old Yeller. The dog goes crazy. He has to kill it. Yeah, he's rabid. also the same theme for Cujo. You'd be like, one's a Stephen King version, one's the Disney version. Okay. That's the only way to tell the difference. (laughs) Dog goes rabid, boy has to go shoot him down. Where the red fern grows. Right. Also, that's also also what happened. Except that that one has Dave Matthews in it. Oh, no. no. (laughs) From the band? From who else? Who Who else would that be, Sam? Maybe he's a good actor. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, he, I, mm, he's no, not. Maybe there's somebody else named Dave Matthews that's a good actor. And I that's s- why they named the band, the band after him. I saw him uh, last night. He was in an episode of House. 
That was a pretty decent episode. <laughs> Not his acting, but the episode was good. Yeah, but good. all episodes of House are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, House is an awesome show. An I awesome love show. that show. That might, that might be my new SVU for a while. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We've got those top five songs coming up, the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark. One, two, three. We'll be back. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Gimpy said old when describing old Yeller. Yeah, I He did. said this is an old movie. Yeah, I did. It doesn't matter. I won anyway, so. Don't worry, Gimpy. I knew Slumdog Millionaire. Thanks. <laughs> Somebody gets my half-ass clues. <laughs> right. Unless you sent that yourself, which I wouldn't be surprised by. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds like something you would do. <laughs> um, Would you ever sit down and do a lie detector with your ex? With an ex? An ex-y, an ex-woman, yeah. Or, or dude, I guess. Your ex-significant other. I'd say all bridges are burned already, so yeah, totally. So she can ask you questions, and you've got to answer them while you're hooked up to a lie detector. Yes. Sam. No. Really? No. Why? Because I, there's no reason to open up old wounds. Like, I don't care what you lied to me about. Like, water under the bridge. Like, I don't want to see you. I don't, like, if, I mean, if he caught me lying in something, I don't care. I mean, it's. Yeah, but you get to we, ask questions, too. Yeah, but, like, nothing that I would find out from him would better my life. Like, I knew you were a douchebag scum bucket, so I don't care. Like, I just feel like that's opening up a can of worms for no reason. Like, what? and if it's your ex, you should be moved on and not cared. So, like, just, like, what, curiosity to find out, like, oh, did you cheat? Oh, now I know. Like, even though you did before. Like, I just feel like it's opening up old wounds for, like, not that much payoff. Gimby. Yeah, I have to agree with Sam. No way. I wouldn't want to put myself through that drama and trouble and BS for nothing. No. I think that's fun. That sounds awesome. You'd do it? Yes. What would you ask? Well, I would probably try to submit my questions so I don't have to be in the same room. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, anything. I don't know. Off the top of my head. But a website sat down some ex and let them ask questions to their significant exes <laughs> and hooked them up to a lie detector test and here's what happened did you ever think we could get married yes what oh that's nice it's true good start yes no <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> did you ever snoop through my phone email or social yes. media that's the truth all the time whenever I get the chance to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Do you think your phone was ever gone through, Cornflake? Uh, she, I don't think so. So therefore, if it was, she was damn good at it. How would you know? Uh, if I like caught her red-handed, like unless, um, yeah, if I caught her red-handed, I got my passwords and she knew my password to get into my phone. I know, I know she did because she saw me do it. Oh, then times. she did. Yeah. Oh, she did for sure. Uh, Sam. Uh, yeah, totally. He's, he, yeah. I, well, like, I knew his password to his email. He knew the password to my email and my phone and stuff. And, 
Yeah, absolutely. When you're in a relationship again, will you go through that person's phone? Eh, like, I'm kind of, I, I feel That's like, a yes. No, no, but I feel yeah. like you should not have anything to hide, so, like, it's it wouldn't be a big deal to. Oh, I love the woman logic. I mean, I, I would You shouldn't have anything I, to hide, so it's just okay that I do that. Yeah, no, it's no, not I okay. No, I mean, like, it's not a big <laughs> deal okay. to have each other's passwords because it's, like, nothing to hide. Like, I don't, I would not care if my significant other went through my phone because, I mean, I doesn't bother me. I guess it's the same way I feel about government snooping into my conversation. Like, if you want to read texts about me and my friend talking about how good or bad you were in bed, then knock yourself out. Like, I just, I mean, nothing to hide, so I don't really care that much. Gimby. Dude, this broad would go through my wallet and through my car and try to find numbers of dames that I picked up, so I know she went through my phone. She'd yeah. even come up to me, who's this? Who is this right here? And I'm like, oh, god <laughs> damn. I remember having a discussion one time with one of my exes and being like, if you do that again, we're done. <laughs> yeah. If you have a question, all I'm saying is just ask me. It's that easy. If you want to go through my phone, just ask me to go through my phone. Don't sneak behind my back and do it. Because that's diabolical. Right. So it, did you catch her like when you were sleeping or something? No, I just went into the room. Oh, no, she asked me something about it. So I answered a question because it was nothing. And then I said, don't ever do it again. Oh, uh, like she, what, she thought she was going to get caught? Like, oh, I so guess. you were talking to so-and-so. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. I you mean so-and-so, my cousin? Right. Or oh. so-and-so, a co-worker? I don't even remember the instance. In the instance. Yeah, that backfired in her face. She's like, I'm going to get him. Yeah, well, it happened again, so. <laughs> and that's why she's an ex. And, and yeah, exactly. Uh, here, here's a little bit more of this. No. <laughs> All the time. Did you ever want to sleep with one of my friends? No. <laughs> yes! Oh, dude, you're going down. Hey, Nick, did you ever want to sleep with one of my friends? Absolutely, yes. I think want to and would are two different things. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I totally wanted to, but I wouldn't have done it. Oh, see, I was thinking I wouldn't want to, but, you know. I would. I would. <laughs> I mean, if it's there. <laughs> right. If we weren't together, thing, yeah. like, that, I think that's the, the, you know, the mindset. I think that's a weird question to ask. If you go, hey, is there one of my girlfriends you want to sleep with, would want to sleep with, or wanted to sleep with, I'd be like, ah, sure. Are you a red-blooded American male? Right, right. <laughs> That's a weird guy question. That's like when a guy and a girl are together and the guy cheats. I feel like it's less severe than when the girl cheats. Because men are naturally prone to do that sort of thing? Because to women, sex means everything. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. To men, it's just a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so much more emotional attachment with yeah. women to sex. I'm not saying it's right or either, either way. I'm just saying that. At first, I was like, excuse you? <laughs> and then you explained that, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, a woman, <laughs> you have sex with them one time, there's the connection. Boom, a guy can have sex and be done. Right. Yeah. It, there's very few women that can, like, honestly, intrinsically, from the bottom of their heart, have sex with somebody and be like, oh, I got what I wanted, K-Peace, bye. That's like, why a woman, it hurts so bad when a woman finds out their man cheated. Right. Because to them, it's so emotional. Right. And the guy's like, mm, it's, I just, it's like whether I buy Nacho or Cool Ranch. <laughs> Doesn't really matter to me. Uh, all right, let's get Chris in here in Balls to the Wall Sports. I guess we can call it the Diddy update. Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, whatever, claims he was defending himself in an incident at UCLA that led to his arrest. That's according to a representative from the 
hip-hop mogul's company yesterday. Quote, the various accounts of the events and charges that are being reported are wholly inaccurate. That's according to a spokesperson for Combs Enterprises. What we can say now is that any actions taken by Mr. Combs were solely defensive in nature to protect himself and his son. Now, uh, Diddy's out of jail. He was freed late Monday after posting bail several hours after the afternoon arrest. The DA's office doesn't expect the case to be presented to them until next week. What was the latest report of how it went down? Uh, They kicked Diddy out of practice. So what did he do? He waited an hour and then went to the coach's office and confronted him. And that's whenever the coach said, hey, you need to get out of my office. Uh, And then had an assistant for the strength staff go call security. And that's whenever blows started being thrown and... It was apparently a mess. That grabbed the what? What are those? Say kettlebells? Is that yes. what they're called? Uh, apparently, Combs swung a kettlebell at the strength coach. So it was. It's interesting to see how many different stories there are. But uh, UCLA coach Jim Moore did say yesterday, "Hey, we're confident that the true facts will be revealed." And um, I think my staff acted professionally. There's a huge story in the MMA world, and if you don't know, on July 11th oh, this is, is big maybe too. the biggest UFC pay per view they've ever had, and they've sunk millions into just promoting it. I and, saw you retweet this yesterday. Yeah, it's Dana White's response is just brilliant. But the story goes is that Jose Aldo has a fractured rib and will be unable to fight Conor McGregor on July 11th, which is, I think, hilarious. Right, especially with all the hype that's gone into it. Now, Robbie Lawler is on that bill as yep. well, so it's still a pretty solid card. Um, but Dana White tweeted, everybody just relax, right. because there's no clear indication he will not fight. All right, there's a report this morning. Just saw this. Uh, and, and by the way, his training has been so intense because his training partner has been talking uh, talking S to him. I almost dropped a bomb. I think I'm the only guy that's had to be dumped on the show in the last month. Oh, I no, that's not. No, okay, good, all right. Uh, but it, they, they, started, they talk so much gas to him that Aldo loses his mind because they're trying to prepare him for McGregor because yes. they think he's going to talk trash to him. So and, and they claim that he's been a madman in training, and that might have led to this. But here's a headline from MMA Weekly, or MMA Fighting, excuse me, Quote, heartbroken, although likely out until October, if not cleared to fight at UFC 189. Which is a hilarious headline, right? Because it's such what, clickbait. Yeah, what, it's total clickbait. Because what they're saying is, is they went and asked someone, hey, a fractured rib, how long you got to be out? October, right. And then, but he's got to get medical clearance to fight, which every fighter does. Right. Right. So there's really no update. There is a quote here, though. Uh, he cried he wants to fight so bad. Everybody invested a lot into this. That's... From the Nova Unio coach, Andre Pideris, who I guess is one of the team members of his team. I was with him the whole afternoon. He's heartbroken. He wants to fight anyway. Now we have to wait for the exam results. Aldo is in a deep amount of pain. So, fractured rib. This is a huge story in the MMA world because, like you said, there's been so much that's gone into 189. It's a pretty decent card. And Conor McGregor, we see, is that next superstar. So, And it's the year of the upsets. Yes, it is. And the, he tweeted, Conor McGregor tweeted, just a picture of him doing the splits in the <laughs> octagon, looking just you know totally cut. I don't know and if you can look not gay doing the splits. Try to Google him up. It, it's Google a, him it's up. It's a pretty Sam. great picture. Conor McGregor. I mean, because he's cut. Oh, you and see. it just says, yeah. just know that it is business as usual here at the top. See you July 11th. By the way, two million viewers for Shamrock and Slice on the Bellator. Dude. Have you seen Joe Rogan's take on it? Yeah, yeah, he thinks it was fixed, <laughs> or at least scripted. It's a good point that he has yeah. him laid out flat, has his back, and doesn't throw a punch. Yeah, it was... Uh, oh, this was is ugly. that douchebag that was like stole someone's belt, right? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, Conor uh, McGregor. He's awesome. Dude. He's great. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Chris Plank of the Big Man. <laughs> good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 
918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Ridiculous. Uh, all right. We are qualifying people to win a Polaris ATV from Miller Lite, Fifth Gear Cycle and Broken Arrow, and TNT Power Sports. They've all helping us out to give this 2015 Polaris Razor 900 ATV away. We're qualifying people every hour, and we just qualified Brandy Reed of Sapulpa. Congratulations, Brandy. You could be the big wiener. Let's do Stump Sam. Every week at this time, we try to stump Sam. And before we really get into this, we're all going to try really hard today, right? See. Try hard to stump Sam. <laughs> Not give good clues. This guy. Isn't that what you just said? Let me, let, we can, we can try hard and you know, try hard to just completely mess it up. I'll go ahead and reword this. We're all going to give accurate clues, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Current record. She got zero. <laughs> Sam, how many do you want to wager? I, oh, that sucks. Because I, like, I don't want to go negative is stupid. But I, like, I, I, I don't have another choice because I have none. Okay, I want to I wanna wager um, five. Five. Fun. Okay. okay. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Sam's going to step out of the room. We're going to talk about all of ours to see if we think she's going to get it. I'll go first. Mine's a real person, and it's a famous person of history, and I think, I feel like she's going to get it. You think so, All my clues are incredibly accurate. We got a lot of flack from people last week. Uh Uh-huh. Internally, externally. (laughs) So she's, mine are incredibly accurate. Cornflake. Mine is a character, very well-known character. I think she's going to get it. My clues are accurate. It's going to be a little confusing. But Why do you think she's going to get it? It's everyone in America knows this character. Okay, fair enough. Gimpy. Mine's an event, event, and I don't think she's going to get it simply because she was only maybe, what, one? Do we do this? events? Yeah, it's character, person, or event. Oh, okay. And so this one's an event. And I don't think she's going to get it just because she was so young when it happened. Uh, but I could be wrong. She might actually have learned something in school. Who knows? Have we said that before? We were like, this is an event. I don't feel like we've this done is that. The, this is the first, I think, the first event that we've ever done. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think that's what we normally say. No, we've, we've had events. Yeah, we've had like 9-11. Okay. I think we had Vietnam. We had Vietnam. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this isn't the first event, but the topics are characters, persons, or events. No, that's not what we do. We don't do... We've never said, be like, this is an event. Have we? This is my first event to do, because usually I... I, I understand I that. I understand that, person. but you've been playing the game for a while. You're right. And, so and, when we do like 9-11, we go, hey, this is a thing, right? And events. Yeah. Those people... People, characters, and events was the original idea of this game. I feel like we don't say events. I think we do. I think we do. Yeah. Huh, okay. It's been a long time since we've done one, but yeah. I write them down every week, and I don't remember ever writing down event, but okay. So event it is. All right. And you think she's going to get it? I do not think she's going to get it, just because she was so young when this happened. But I could be wrong. She might have actually learned something in school. Are your clues accurate? My clues are spot on accurate. 
DC spot on accurate or Gimpy spot on accurate? DC spot on accurate. Right on. Okay, well, let's get her back in here. We'll do five. We'll each take turns giving her three clues, and she'll decide which one she has the most confidence in and which one she has the least confidence in. And Sam, who do you want to go first? Um, Corbin. Let's go seniority. All right, so I'm going to go with uh, three clues. Mine's a real person. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Starry Night. Cut ear off. Not Picasso. All right. Starry Night. Cut ear off. Not Picasso. Okay. All right. Who do you want to go next? Uh, Gimpy. Okay, Sam. This is an event. Mm -hmm. Okay. My clues are as such. Mount Carmel. 76 dead. Ended in a fiery blaze. Mount Carmel. 76 dead. Ended in a fiery blaze. Huh. Huh. All right. Cornflake, that means you're last. Hmm. All right, Sam. This is a character. Clues are... Bald. Dumb. Roast beef. Bald. Dumb. Roast beef. And I'm just going to add another clue in there for this one. Not cornflake. <laughs> that was my first guess. <laughs> I am quite a character. Oh, that me. You're the other. You're at least two of those other three. <laughs> he could have roast beef. I don't know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Sam, which one do you have the most confidence in? Which one do you have the least confidence in? The most confidence in yours, the least confidence in Gimpy's. So Corbin's the most confidence, least confidence in Gimpy's. So Gimpy's will go first. His is an event. Three clues. Mount Carmel. 76 dead and ended in a fiery blaze. Uh, I, I, so I'm assuming this is a war event because people died and it ended in a fiery blaze, but I don't know where Mount Carmel is. Like, I... Uh, and 76 dead. Like, that's that's not that many in, as far as a war goes. And, like, I... Uh, I can't even... I don't know what war ended in a fiery blaze. Like, that's... I'm gonna say Gettysburg. I know that's not really right, but I uh-huh. don't know... Like, I know that there was, like, battles, and they were called different things, but I don't know what, what battle ended in a fiery blaze. Is Gettysburg... Correct me if Gettysburg is your answer? Oh, I'm trying to search so hard. <laughs> I can't... I don't even know another name of, like, a battle. Why are you saying Gettysburg? Like, what do you know about Gettysburg that makes you feel comfortable to say Gettysburg? Well, because... Oh, maybe... No, because a lot of people died in D-Day. I can't think of... Like, 76 is like... I mean, that's a lot. That's really sad. I don't like that. But that's not a lot when it comes to, like, war stuff. And Mount Mount Carmel... That doesn't even sound familiar. And Sounds I'm like, delicious. I like Carmel, so I feel like I would have remembered that good. Kind of. You would have remembered that good. Is it Mount Carmel or Mount Caramel? It's Mount Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so dumb. I don't know. I'm just going to say Gettysburg because that's the only war I can think of that with a name. Okay. Uh, Gettysburg, If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, the most bloodiest battle in history? On American soil? On American soil? Yeah. Right, but maybe that there was at Mac- Mount Carmel, maybe it kicked off Gettysburg and there was only 76 that died. But there was like all these different battles that made up all of Gettysburg, right? I think. The Battle of Gettysburg? 
Gettysburg, Gettysburg is a town. Uh, I don't know. But, well, I mean, you've given Gettysburg that that answer. I'm not. I'm not even going to ask him. Is incorrect. Yeah, no, that's not. Mount Carmel is the thing. It's. I'm going with a plane crash. Because Man. 76 is a good number that would be attributed to like on a plane. Okay. You know what I mean? So like maybe. I don't know. Do you guys know what it is? No, I have no clue. I don't know either. My guess is Mount Carmel, I know, is in the Bible at some point. I know that was a biblical reference. But if there was an event in the Bible that happened, knowing exactly 76 died, is you know that, that didn't seem biblical to me. What is... Do you remember the people dying in a fiery blaze in the Bible? That sounds like something that would happen in the Bible. Yeah. Like everyone okay. died in a what? fiery blaze. Yeah. Well, so no, you just sound okay, familiar? No, okay. So never mind. Okay, so that was biblical times. I was thinking of uh, Pompeii when that erupted in Rome. Is it Rome or Greece? I don't remember. Rome. Was it Greece? Okay. Yeah. I don't okay, know. I don't even remember yeah, events. Thousands so. have died that, in that, so I, I have no idea, man. Okay. Fun. All right. This, Gimpy, tell us what it is. This event that what? I speak of. Event. Mark Mount Caramel. Mark Caramel. 76 <laughs> dead and ended in a fiery blaze. What is it? It is the Waco Siege. Mount Carmel was the ranch that they stayed at. 76 people died because of this ATF FBI raid. And it ended in a fiery blaze because they tried to tear gas the place and ended up catching the curtains on fire. Next thing you know, the whole damn house is on fire. I thought it was called Branch Davidian. Those were the people that the, the that was the cult name. Yes. The cult name was the Branch Davidians led by David Koresh. I thought Branch Davidian was the name of the compound. No, Mount Carmel was the name of the compound. Oh, huh. The Mount Carmel Ranch, to be exact. And the event is known as the the Siege on Waco. The Waco the Siege. The Waco Siege, yeah. yes. Do you remember that event? No. Happened really? in 1993. I know that Huge like... Huge faux pas of uh, government action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. I know that there was like bad stuff that happened in Waco, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that specific event. Like, I, uh, yeah, that this was not even in my noodle. This could roll into Conspiracy Thursday. Oh, yeah. Totally. But the, the Waco siege is fascinating. All right. Awesome. Most confidence you had was in mine, so that means the next one will be Cornflakes. Cornflake, character, bald, dumb, roast beef. Okay, I know that there... I can't think of this guy's name. I want to... I think it starts like a W, Winnipago or something. I Oh, I can see... Okay, so he's like this little this little cartoon character, and he's got like a funny like voice, and he's got like this black hat that he wears over his little bald head. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure, but I cannot remember that guy's name to save my life. Like, I I, I think it's, it's like something really silly... Like, Winnipoo or something. I it hurts my brain. I can't remember his name so much. Um, Wimpy. I think it's Wimpy or something. Okay. Wimpy is the answer. Wimpy cornflake. Yeah, I, I was, I I was gonna say Bluto, but I don't think that's right because I thought because Popeye is where I'm going, right? But, okay. But wasn't he? Didn't he want hamburgers? Uh, no, Wimpy is the one that wanted hamburgers. I will gladly okay. pay you on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Right. That was the Wimpy line. Oh. Um, Bluto was the antagonist of the whole yeah, thing. He was the bad guy. Okay. I don't okay. know if he was. I think he had hair. I know he had a big bushy beard, but I think he had hair as well. Okay. So all right. Well, yeah. Then I'm a loss. Yeah. You know? I have no idea. The answer is Homer Simpson. Don't. Oh. Where do you get roast beef? <laughs> Where do you get roast beef? 
I get it. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. Roast beef. Oh. The name, yeah. Another name for a... Your clues sucked. Boy. Seriously? Your clues sucked. I thought they were good. I thought it was clever. You thought they were good it was last good. time. It was for, solid and clever. Hold Listen. on a second. Wow. I'm hearing in my ear right now. Yeah, the Don wants to talk to you after the show. <laughs> he's not bald. He's got like four hairs. Right. Okay, so okay. he's not completely bald. But like saying I, roast beef. Then. Wait, but saying roast beef is because like a Homer Simpson looks like a vagina. Another word for a vagina is roast beef. But not all vaginas look like roast beef. Those are just mangled ones. And his mouth doesn't look like roast beef at all. Because if anything, it, it was just like his chewed. mouth looks like a vagina. <laughs> yeah, but not a mangled one because he doesn't have fifteen pairs of lips. So, so like again, those clues suck. You're fired at this. So I should have said mangled vagina. <laughs> no, roast beef is a dumb clue. All right, most confidence in. Mine, real person, starry night, cut ear off, not Picasso. Okay, so I immediately I thought it was Vincent Van Gogh, but I can't remember. The, and then I'm also thinking that it was Monet. Like, I'm, I'm trying to decide between those two. And the only reason I think is Monet is because um, I, I really can't remember which one of those dudes cut their ear off. But, like, Monet, I remember in Clueless... Cher was like, oh, is this guy hot? Or is that girl hot? And and uh, the other girl's like, Amber was like, no, no, no. She's a full-on Monet. Like, from far away, it looks good. But up close, it's a big old mess. And so I know that Starry Night and, like, that kind of uh, art, you know, they, they look bad from really up close. But from far away, they look good with all the colors and stuff. But I can't remember who cut their ear off. And so I, I'm just going to say Vincent Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh is your answer? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You gambled how many? Five. It brings me great joy to tell you, (laughs) Sam, that you are positive. You got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Sam. I'm so happy. (laughs) This is so exciting today. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, if this is your first time listening, um, Hanging out with Sam, she may be very happy right now, but in five minutes she could be totally miserable. Oh boy! So, <laughs> uh, so soak it up. Text that came in. I thought sloth from Goonies on cornflakes. <laughs> good clues. Uh, damn it, cornflake! You did the same crap with Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Wimpy's from Popeye, and he loved burgers. Uh, all right. Here we go. We're going to uh, take a break. We've got our top five songs. Top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123. And thank you to the listener that sent the link that said Celtic or Celtic is correct. So there. <laughs> we'll be back. Wake up. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Can also text BMMS. Then what you would rather say to, or what you'd like to say rather to 82945. Standard message and data rates apply. Stupid. Otherwise, they charge you to use your phone. I know that's going to come as a shock to some people. Notice your phone works like normal. (laughs) Um... Gimpy's getting ready to go on vacation for a week. Yes. And I went on vacation recently. Sam and Cornflake don't have vacation time yet. And they did a survey and found the number, well, the least popular type of vacation. Okay. 
What do you think is the least popular type of vacation? We did it all the time as a kid. Ah, I think it's the same as mine that I did as a kid. I think, yeah. Poor folks vacation. Camping. Camping is the least popular type of vacation. Really? Yes, really. Wow. Who wants to take their family with their nine ratty kids out in the woods and sweat it up for days? And pretend to be poor because that's what (laughs) camping is. Lots of people. Not necessarily. I don't agree with that. I don't agree that it's pretend to be poor. It is. You don't have electricity. Like you have to live off the land. Like if I'm and and camping is expensive. Like I getting know, tents and all that stuff. You're sleeping on the ground. Some campsites aren't like that. A lot of campsites now have electricity at them, and some campgrounds even have Wi-Fi. Right, but then so what's it's not the point faking to be poor. Then what's the what's point? What's the of point camping? of going on vacation? Getting the f out of the house. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just saying like now campgrounds are like, oh, you can do everything that you're doing in your house. You could just do it here for a lot of money. Like to me, it, it, I, I do not get it. I enjoy camping. I like being outdoors. I don't like camping when it's 100 degrees during oh, the day. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. I like going out camping. As a kid, we used to go to Zumbro Falls, Minnesota. And we camp at this one camp place. I don't even remember the name of it. And... They had, at night, they would do this ballroom thing where bands would play and stuff, but it was really cheesy. Here's what I remember. I'll sum it up. Here's what I remember of camping as a kid. Eating weird food, right? Because you either have hamburgers or hot dogs, and it's always cooked really weird, and it's not really a full meal. (laughs) My parents drinking. Yeah. Right? And um, being, being humid. And group showers. That's all I remember. Whoa. Whoa. Where the hell are you camping at? Because they had showers, but it was like an open shower thing. They didn't have stalls. Yeah, we never took showers. We we stuck it out. We were dirty, stanky when we got home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was definitely our right. But there was I, we would go for like a week at a time, and my mom would be like, it's time to shower. <laughs> Y'all stink. Because <laughs> we shared a tent. Everybody slept in one tent. Oh. So she was like, you need to shower. Okay. You will be showering today. And there would be, what, three dudes? And your mom? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah my, you, you, my brother, brother my dad. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> now that's dirty. No, but you know how men generally they they get to stanking down below. So I can imagine that three times over, and your mom's just like, yeah. I mean, women can put the stank on pretty good. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> Sam's face. <so> she's, <laughs> Why are you surprised, Cornflake, that this is the least popular? Uh, maybe it's just my own personal experience. We went camping a lot. It was it was usually, well, it was always you know, a campsite, like at the lake. We just, you know, we'd load up my brother and I, and we'd go to the lake for a week. And it was I really enjoyed it. I thought more people enjoyed it. How long has it been since you've been camping? I haven't been camping in, geez, I'd say eight years or more. It's been a long time. I've got a tent, so if you ever go, you're more than welcome to borrow it. I got like the closest I've been to camping was Rocklahoma two years ago when I stayed in a tent. I'm just saying because now you've got this whole new world of going to. You have time to go do stuff. Yeah. If you ever want to go camping, let me know. I'll loan you my tent. How big a tent you got? It's pretty big. It's about the size of the console ta- the table area here. Okay. Not for two, three people maybe. Does it have air conditioning in it? No, it's a tent. <laughs> Who the hell puts AC? How in do you put tent? AC in a tent? With a generator? They do have portable ACs for wieners like that. But you've got to hear it. (laughs) Yeah. I like that noise. Like when you sleep with a fan on, I like that noise. Soothing. Okay. Except you're out in Mother Nature. I feel like it defeats the purpose. 
that was the worst part of Rock, Oklahoma, was sleeping next to generators. People having to running all night, and they run out of gas, and you're like, yes! Go out there, put more gas in, and they started again. Like, Their survey was done. Men and women both said, camping, no way. Pussy vacation of America, man. <laughs> Listen, my in-laws, they go camping all the time. They love it. And I would love to go camp. My wife hates it. But again, I don't want to go camping to like when it's 100 degrees out. I want to go camping where you go to like, I don't know, Colorado, around California, or down on the beach. That sounds fun. Yeah, beach camping, that's bomb. I mean, that's fun. The sand gets everywhere. That kind of sucks. But yeah, I camping sucks. Both genders picked the beach as the best type of vacation. Women going to a national park came in second, and men going to a new city came in second. So, like, if you've never been to New York, and you're like, ah, we're going to go to New York or whatever. But the women would rather go to a national park? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Yellowstone. Yeah, I get that. That's a big park. You've got the geyser out there. Yeah, you Grand Canyon. That. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, Sequoia State Park down there where it's just, like, some woods and some... Some people, that's... Yeah. I guess for the nature aspect. They also found uh, the biggest pet peeve when traveling is... Road trips? Kids. A noisy neighbor in a hotel. Ooh. Number two, getting stuck in a traffic jam. And the majority of men would rather deal with turbulence than sit next to a crying baby on a plane. Totally. And the women would rather sit next to the baby. Yeah, because the baby's not going to kill you. Well, turbulence isn't really... You can, but... I mean, yeah, but like the likelihood of a baby murdering you because of its noise or turbulence flying into an air pocket or whatever, like you can die from turbulence. You can't die from a baby. Just saying. I, I want in. to argue. I want to argue, but you can actually uh, I die mean, from a baby. I mean, there have been mothers who have died delivering. Oh yeah, it's giving been, birth. Right, but from the loudness of the baby. <laughs> God, me, I'm a beach. If I have my choice, every time beach vacation, every single time. Someone just texted. Don't don't forget about the Flintstones place. Right. <laughs> now, like I said, Gimpy is going on vacation next week. What is the vacation plan? Uh, sit at the house and watch TV. So you're not going anywhere? Nope. Not- it's a staycation. We're, uh, we might go out to my uh, in-law's uh, lake house and go hang out on the boat, do some fishing, some stuff like that. Uh, but for the most part, we're just relaxing. But you don't have, you're not, you don't have, is your wife on vacation too? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, you're not doing anything, you have nothing planned, not one thing. We have nothing planned, we really don't have any money to do anything, so we're just like, all right, we'll just sit at the house, we've got the pool in the backyard, so if we get bored and hot and we want to go swimming, we just jump in there, you know, and if we want to go outdoors, we'll just go out and follow her folks out to the lake. Fun. Yeah. Right on. All right, well, that's not on the list, staycation's not on the list. Damn it. That would be my least. Uh, staycation would be the last thing I would pick. Really? Yeah. I want to go see stuff I've never seen before. Yeah. And trust me, I would love to. But we just can't afford it. We can't afford to go. I told her that I think we, the two of us, me and her, should go somewhere by ourselves. Leave the kids somewhere else. And the two of us go, we've never done that before. Never? Never, ever. Yeah, we you always, need to do that for sure, we dude. We always have to take a kid with us, whether it's hers or mine or whatever. There's always a kid there. And I told her, I said, we need to go. Let's just drive to Memphis. It's just across Arkansas. It's not that far away. Uh, we don't have gas money for that sort of thing. I would love for people to give recommendations on things that Gimpy could do on vacation 
that don't cost money. That'd be sweet because it'd give us something to do besides sit there and watch another damn episode of Maury. Like I was gonna, that sounds like a good family event. <laughs> I was gonna ask, say, why don't you go to Pops down on sixty six, right? Yeah. But I know what your answer is gonna be. I don't got the money for gas. That's right. I was gonna say, you know, well, zero dollars, I got nothing. But I was gonna say, just you and the you and the missus go grab a hotel room, and, you know, get wasted, have a good time. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. However, your cheapest motel room, what is that? Like twenty nine ninety five, thirty seven, thirty seven. Not dollars. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Hard Rock. Couldn't or something. you have like you know for the past two weeks be like I'm just gonna cut back a pack of cigarettes or two a week, spread them out a little bit more, and then you could have saved like ten dollars a week for you know the. Over a little bit of a month and a half, you could have, bam, had a 50 extra bucks to like do something. As a smoker yourself, Sam, do you know how asinine that sounds? We're not going <laughs> to give that up. I would no. much rather. I would. I'd much rather give that up to be able to like do something on vacation because that's a whole week yeah. or whatever extra couple days in a hotel. Like, I mean, there's other stuff you could you could sell something. I like this text, and I hope you don't do this in your house. A week without wearing pants is the best vacation. Hell yes. Yeah. Dude. (laughs) Gotta take a break. We'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We got our top five songs coming up. Top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123. And we always talk about how awesome dogs are. And this is a story of a guy in Oklahoma City whose dogs woke him up at 2 a.m., specifically his 160-pound St. Bernard. I'm out. That's bigger than a human. Dory. Peace. (laughs) Dory was whining and pacing around his bed trying to wake him up. And here's the audio from that. Probably about 2 o'clock in the morning. Dory had been whining for a little while, kind of pacing around the bed, and she continued to whine a little bit. The cats were meowing at the same time. Uh, I remember the cats meowing very loud. The firefighters were talking, and they said, well, the worst-case scenario is your house could have ended up in matchboxes across the street, which means it would have blown up. And I think we're going to go buy a big old steak for her because she likes food, and I think she deserved a steak tonight, no doubt about it. 160-pound dog. God. Getting eating a steak. That, that dog's so big, it's breathing. Just a second ago in the background, it sounded, right. it sounded like somebody was sawing something. Right. It was yeah. It was totally. <laughs> you, I heard that. <laughs> we'll, we'll play it again. The so she had, they had a gas leak. Someone had left the burner on, so gas was filling the house up. And the dog decided to be like, "Hey, yo, we got to get up." And cats, because they're lemmings, joined in. <laughs> of course, <laughs> horrible animals. <laughs> just just my opinion. Oh, but they're so cute though and fluffy and cuddly <laughs> right. and I love my kitty. Listen listen, this is the end with a with the dog panting the hundred and sixty pound beast. Across the street, which means it would have blown up. And I think yeah. we're gonna go buy a big old steak for her because she's sawing in the background, you can hear it. Across that. the street, which means it would have blown up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just like you could feel it on your effing neck. Like ugh. Some people love having dogs that big so they can, like, hug them and have them, you know, carry scotch under their neck. Yes. <laughs> That's what St. Bernard's, right? That's the story is that they would carry little barrels of scotch underneath their neck. So when they would find people, they would be, it would, quote, warm them up. Yeah, scotch or rum, either one. A liquor of sorts. 
in the mountains. I like big dogs. That big? Yeah, totally. That's a different type of large dog. Oh, yeah, I get it. Um, I like, my favorite is a Great Dane. I want one after all my pets are dead. Uh, that'd be the next uh, one that I get. I, a Great Dane. That, that was my Anorexic. example of, do- of a, a, like the dog that I don't like is Great Danes. Nice. I they're think. They're humongous. There's so much room they need. Yeah, God. they're beautiful dogs. And listen, if somebody busts into your house, right, and you got a little yapper, yeah, granted, the yapper's going to wake you up, but you punt that dog across the room, you're done. If somebody breaks into your house and they're greeted by Marmaduke, I'm going to think twice. My experiences have been with dogs like that. They're giant babies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're just like, I, hey. <laughs> they just want to, like, pet and be, like, they don't care. Oh, dog slobber of those huge ass. They yuck. slobber Their tongues, they're the, as wide as your forearm. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not necessary. Yeah. And take deuces the size of, you know. Your face. Half gallon milk jugs. You Ew. need a shovel, not a pooper no, scooper. No, you, you need a cat. <laughs> yeah. Right? A motorized backhoe. <laughs> that's gross. Yes. Yes. I, Giant, massive ones. That would Imagine be a deal poop art with that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here's my Mount Everest. It's like <laughs> form of cookie dough, forms of cookie dough being laid down. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we got to take a break. Here's Chris and Balls to the Wall Sports. Again, no details of Tom Brady's appeal are public yet, but it was heard yesterday, the appeal of his four-game suspension, and it lasted nearly 10 hours. Brady must now wait to find out if his appeal carried any weight with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who overheard the process. Meanwhile, reports last night that Peyton Manning was nearly dealt to the Houston Texans this offseason. According to a report from a Denver radio station, the Broncos tried to trade Manning to Houston during the offseason, but... Again, they were rebuffed by the Houston Texans. The Broncos quickly and emphatically denied such reports. And College World Series last night, Virginia beats Vanderbilt 3-zip. We'll have a winner-take-all game three tonight. The Drillers top Springfield 10-2, and Oklahoma State will take on Florida this year in college basketball. It's part of the Orange Bowl Classic, and it will be played December 19th. And a quick sad note, we didn't mention it yesterday, but uh, Tommy Hudspeth, who was the TU Assistant Director of Athletic Development, passed away yesterday at the age of 83. He was He had been around for a long time. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good dude, there, man. There's a great story if you haven't. This will be around today. It's actually a good. I, I don't know if it's feel good about uh, Gronkowski, and he hasn't spent he's, any of his money. All of that his he's made. All of his game checks are in the bank. He's never spent a dime, or he hasn't spent a dime from any money he's made yeah. from his game checks. Now here, give, so let's give some context. When yep. he first was a part of the uh, Patriots, he was making about three hundred twenty to four hundred fifty thousand dollars in his first two seasons, uh-huh. uh, and Hitsy, he is assigned a six-year, $54 million yeah. contract with an $8 million signing bonus. There's about, uh, I think they said, what, 20 mil that he's made so far in the NFL that he hasn't spent a dime of it because he spends all of his endorsement money. Yes. So, Dang, he's so lucky. He's loaded, and he's young. <laughs> and he's he says a party he animal. Yeah, he says he doesn't spend any money on um, frivolous stuff. Uh, like, he has the same pair of jeans he's worn since yep. high school. And uh, just so some more context, one in six NFL players file for bankruptcy within 12 years. Yeah, so he's uh, well ahead of the curb as far as money's concerned. I mean, that's awesome, but buy some new jeans, bro. <laughs> that's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 
918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people to win a Polaris Razor 900 ATV from Miller Lite. We just qualified Greg Mitchum of Muskogee. Go Ruffers. Greg is qualified for a chance to win that ATV. You could have a chance, too, every hour with the Big Mad Morning Show and then throughout the day right here on KMOD. We do the top five songs on Wednesdays. You can always submit a list. Show at KMOD.com. Title and artist of the songs, and we'll put it together. Here is uh, this week's list. It's time for the top five songs. This week, it's the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123. Now, here's Corbin and the Minions with this week's list. You heard him. Top five bagpipe songs. We should quantify this, right? Because we like we did this yesterday in our meeting. These are songs with bagpipes in them. Yeah, this is not traditional bagpipe jigs or anything like that. Right. Battle, battle scar or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. load the barrel or whatever those things are. <laughs> I was trying to think hard of like what a bagpipe sounds like, and I'm keep I keep I like I don't remember very well. I, here, I think I can give you a good example that will make you know what bagpipe sounded like. Okay. Think of a like a firefighter or a police funeral procession. Oh, I hate bagpipes. You know what I'm talking about? I think that's what I think about. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hate it bagpipes? sounds like I hate bagpipes. They're awful. I think they're awesome. Hell yes. Aren't they made with stomachs or something? Goat stomach? Used to be. Oh, not anymore? No, they got you know synthetic materials in them now. I got to play one one time. I bet you did. Yeah, buddy. Uh, where was that at? It was a buddy's place. Yeah, we, we and he's just like, hey, you want to handle my bagpipe? We want to uh, play my bagpipe? One of the songs on the list, he was in a band, and he was going to hire a bagpipe player just for one song that he was going to play to set. Then. So how good were you at it? Like horrible, like worse than banjo. Do, horrible. Hold on, <laughs> let's see. If, do you know how to play? Do you understand how a bagpipe works? You're probably just blowing it, right? No, it is probably one of the hardest instruments to play. What do you you blow? You blow in one tube and move the other ones around. You, you, you do blow in one. You have to inflate that bag, the stomach, and you have to keep it inflated, like. It's not like a trumpet where the trumpet you're blowing through it and that's making the noise. You have to inflate that bag and then with your elbow, you pressure that bag and that's what's making it come out the pipes and make make the sound. And then down here, you have like basically like it looks like a flute kind of or a clarinet where you cover all the holes and you play it like that. And that makes the different noises. So you have to like move your fingers and at the same time like arm wrestle You have it. to blow, move your fingers and move and squish with your elbow against your side. And be- Oh yes. god, that sucks. Yeah, that's what makes it such a difficult instrument to play. Who would have thought that would you know blowing into a sack would be so difficult, Sam? Right? Well, you would think I'd be good at it, or at least Cornflake would. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark one two three. Number five came out in October of eighty eight. It reached number ten on the Billboard Mainstream Rock charts. It's the artist's highest ranking single, and the lyrics are about a man's tour in the army. And his return home to grow marijuana rather than make moonshine like his father and grandfather. And it's a huge song you hear on KMOD. Number five on the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123, Steve Earle and Copperhead Rolled. Why are you shaking your head, Cornflake? It's not a bagpipe. That's not a bagpipe? No. How do you know that? Uh, first of all, it doesn't sound like it at all. 
It's meant to kind of sound like one, but I even watched the music video on this yesterday. So you checked it, because we talked about it in yeah. the meeting, but you checked it. Yeah, I, I was like, that, that's always been a keyboard. I know it has kind of a bagpipey sound, but it's not a bagpipe. Like, it's it, it's a keyboard. I, I watched the music video, and there's literally a dude playing the you know a keyboard in the beginning of the video. I think this is one of these songs, if you've never heard it, and like this is your first time hearing it, this is a song that grows on to you that you're like, yes, dude. This totally. is a badass song. Hell yeah. You hardly ever saw granddaddy down here. You only come a town about twice a year. I think of the summer when I hear this song too, by the way. Yeah. Like being out on the porch, drinking beer, barbecuing, or being out on the boat. Not camping, I can tell you that. Not a revenue man on a granddaddy bed. Head left a holler, left thing head. For my time, but I've been told. Never come back from Copperhead Road. All right, top five songs. Bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123, Steve Earl and Copperhead Road, Cornflake. I didn't even, I looked up Steve Earl, Copperhead Road, bagpipe on the internets, and there was nothing. Everyone thinks that, you know, it sounds like bagpipey, but there wasn't even a version with bagpipes, so thumbs down. There's no, uh, there's no bagpipes in your bagpipe song, Broseph. All right. What do you think there, uh, Sam? I mean, he says there's no bagpipe, but it sounds bagpipey to me, and I like this song, and if you hadn't have, like, nerded out, like, looked it up kind of thing, I would have still thought there was a bagpipe in it, so I'm going to give it a thumbs up. All right, Gimpy. Yeah, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. It's a great song. I love it, Uh, but it's not truly a bagpipe. Knowing that knowledge now, I have to thumbs down this. Doesn't even belong on the list. This says, Steve Earle's Copperhead Road, released in October of 88, makes use of bagpipes throughout the song, played through a keyboard. So they are bagpipe bagpipe songs. Kind of like like when you use your Casio to play the guitar? Okay. (laughs) Or you use your Casio to make, you know, farm sounds. So based on that, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Because they're still their bagpipe sounds. They're just, you press a button and it makes it. Yeah. It's a synthesizer. It's, It's not authentic. It's still like it's using a keyboard or whatever to do like a kick a kick drum. You're not actually doing the kick drum, but the, the keyboard's making the sound, so it still belongs to the list. It's bagpipe noise. Or using the keyboard for clap sounds. Yeah, like I don't think that's cheating. Yeah, I'm, that's why I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. You're all the ones that gave it thumbs down. <laughs> Haters. Number four on the list, released in 1975. It's from the band's second studio album, was a signature song for the original lead singer. The current lead singer will not perform this song live out of respect for his predecessor. Hmm. The lyrics chronicle the hardships of life on the road, but but ultimately accept them as the path to stardom. Number four. This is going to surprise some people, isn't it? Uh, Number. I'm totally going to mess the name of this up, aren't I? Shouldn't. Uh, Oh, hold on a second. I'm looking at the wrong spot. Uh, (laughs) Number four on the top five bagpipe songs, ACDC. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll.
<laughs> All right, number four, ACDC. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Top five bagpipe songs. Cornflake. Woo! <laughs> I freaking love this song. I love Bon Scott. This is the singer then. Uh, I think Brian Johnson, he says respect to the lead singer. I think he just doesn't want to learn how to play bagpipes. <laughs> but yeah, this song's completely badass. Bon Scott's my favorite lead singer of all time. He's freaking awesome. This song rules. Thumbs up. All right. Sam, what do you think? Uh, thumbs down. It sounds like an auto-tune bagpipe. Like, it sounds like not just a pure bagpipe. It sounds like there's some other, or something else with it. Like, it sounds weird. And it also holds the notes for too long, so it sounds like... <laughs> For too long in my ear and I hate it. Maybe you should just sit this segment out. <laughs> no, I get to play just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean I don't get to play. What do you think there, Gimby? Dude, I give this one a thumbs up all the way. Uh, Dropkick Murphys did an awesome cover of this song. If you haven't heard it, check it out. And the Muppets did a video to this. <laughs> and the really? Video is oh, I'm changing phenomenal. my mind. The Muppets did it. Okay, so <laughs> thumbs up all the way. I think it should be a little bit higher on the list, but hey, maybe there's better ones. Uh, yeah, this is an awesome song that you don't really get to hear a lot anymore unless you have it. Awesome. Like a perfect 70s rock song. Totally. Right? Man, uh, this was the song I was talking about that the band was practicing. They hired this bagpipe player for. They were going to play this song. Live. Oh, no kidding. It was badass. Yeah. So badass. All right. So we're doing the top five songs. You can submit a list every week. Real easy. Show at KMOD.com. You put your top five songs in there and title an artist, and we'll try and find them the best we can. And you just title the list. We want you to come up with it. Currently, we're doing the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123. And these are rock songs. That have bagpipes in them, okay? Moving on to number three. This came out in 2001. The band's third studio album was was where this came from. The song inspired the bagpipe player who appears in the song. His nickname was inspired by the McDonald's menu in Scotland. The lyrics are about one man's love of a fat woman. Yeah. (laughs) Number three on the top five bagpipe songs. From listener Celtic Clark 123 is Spicy McHaggis and the Dropkick Murphys. Uh, All right, number three on the top five bagpipe songs, Dropkick Murphys and Spicy McHaggis. What do you think there, Cornflake? Dude, I need some some whiskey, man. This is great. This is fantastic. Dropkick Murphys are awesome. 
not the song I would have chosen. I pro- probably would have gone with uh, "Kiss Me I'm S Faced." Yeah, for bagpipes. But uh, yeah. how about just Dropkick Murphys underscore? Pretty much, right? yeah. Uh, still, song's awesome. Thumbs up, man. Love it, Sam. Uh, I like this song. They're like fast when they play the bagpipe. It's not like one long annoying note. It's like like it sounds like fun. Like like Rose and Jack, they dance to like a song like this on the Titanic in that scene. So I give this a thumbs up. I like this one. All right. Uh, what do you think, Gimpy? Oh, God. I think that using a Titanic reference when talking about Dropkick Murphys is no go. Right? Either way, <laughs> this is my number two favorite uh, Dropkick song of all time. So I give this one a, a good thumbs up. I just love the lyrics of this song. Quote, this beast is all mine. <laughs> In reference to the woman he's going after. Uh, Spicy is also what they name her in the song. Spicy soon noticed a bulge in his kilt. Whoa! <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, thumbs up. Are you kidding? I'm a, I love the Dropkick Murphys. We're doing the top five songs right now. If you think a song got missed, we want to hear from you. Text it to us, BMMS, and what that is, to 82945. Again, these are rock songs with bagpipes in them. Number two on the list came out in February of 1988. It's from the band's fifth studio album. Appeared in the Dutch Hot 100 and won single of the year in 1989's ARIA Music Awards. According to one of the songwriters, quote, I smoked a joint and started playing the piano and she came in the room, and we just made it up. Number two on the top five bagpipe songs, The Church and Under the Milky Way. Wish I knew what you were Might what you were Nice. Well placed. Yeah, the church under the Milky Way. There's the bagpipes. What do you think, Cornflake? <laughs> this uh, this list took a hard right. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard this song, and I was like, "What the f is this?" And I even had to listen a second time to pick out the bagpipes. Like, oh, okay, they put it in there. You've never heard this song. I've before? never heard the song ever. I, it's been in some movies, I think. It sounds like a movie song. It does, like credits. <laughs> yeah. Right? While he's searching for his long-lost love. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you're a... It's got bagpipes, but I, I don't much care for it. Thumbs down. All right. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, this sounds like it does not belong. Like, you know how sometimes DJs will try to, like, mesh songs together that shouldn't be to make it, like, sound cool? Like, it sounds like this was accidentally put there, like, oh, it's still cool, but, like, the 80s vibe, like, I think it's awful. Thumbs down. All right. What do you think, Gimpy? Yeah, this song is a hunk of garbage. I do not like it. I don't even think it belongs on this list. Take it off. Boo. Thumbs down. I am comfortable with this song being on the list. I just don't see how you put Dropkick, ACDC, and Steve Earle all behind it. And this is number two, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So for that, it's going to get a thumbs down for me. All right, we've got to the number one spot. It's real easy for you to tell us what song should be on the list. What I want you to do is you text BMMS and what the song is that should be on this list to 82945. Someone text in and wrote Hair of the Dog, Nazareth, live. Oh, live. Uh, Celtic Clark 123 playlist was awesome. People judging shouldn't unless they have... They select a list themselves, right? Yeah, and you can't talk about kids unless you have some. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dropkick Murphy's Spicy McHaggis should be Cornflakes theme song. 
Uh, and I'm trying to avoid, because a lot of people are guessing what the number one song is. Yep. So we'll just get to it. Number one on the top five bagpipe songs came out in 1995. It's the band's debut album. The title of the song is a mockery of a children's board game. The, the lyrics consist mostly of children's nursery, nursery rhymes, and it was nominated for a Grammy in 97 for Best Metal Performance. The singer describes the lyrics as such, quote, It was written because all these little kids sing these nursery rhymes, and they don't know what they originally meant. Everyone is so happy when singing Ring Around the Rosie, but it's about the Black Plague. All of them have these evil stories behind them. Number one on the top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark 123 is, of course, Corn and Shoots and Ladders. song, Sam? Yeah, I've heard this before. When you see Corn live, and if you've ever seen them do this, and you can just start hearing the or the that the bass part of a of the of the bagpipes, like yeah. The crowd goes crazy. The stage is just barely lit. It's awesome. Dude, I got chills right now. When I saw him live at Rock, Oklahoma, it was... Uh, I, heard the, I heard the kitten bagpipes kick up, and I was like, Who am I good? Who am I good? Yeah, uh, they put on an amazing show. Number one, of course, Corn Shoots and Ladders. Top five bagpipe songs from listener Celtic Clark. One, two, three, Cornflake. Yeah, just just thumbs up. I don't need to say anything else, man. Well placed. Sam. Thumbs up. This is awesome. I really like it. And I like it number one. Gimpy, what do you think? I think this is a very good spot for this song. Totally. I'll give it a thumbs up. It brings back so many memories of hanging out with my buddies and smoking grass and just having a good time. Thumbs up. Yeah. I I don't see how this isn't number one. Any other spot on the list for this song would be blasphemy. (laughs) And we got a text. Uh, This is somebody. Oh, I got to get to this. I think you mean Celtic, not Celtic. Nope. They're both correct. Take that, sucker. Sorry. And you don't have to yell. Loser. Uh, <laughs> somebody sent a note and said, I want to make sure I get this correctly. Uh, this rocks. Love the list. You know what? This may be the best list we've ever gotten. I could agree with that statement. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Because I've never. This is why we do it. Because this is a list I would have never in my mind ever put together. No. This is the best part of the live show. Because he'll hit pause for like, they'll just hold it. All right, we got to take a break. You can always submit your list, show at KMOD.com. 
People are sending in uh, Guar has a bagpipe song, believe it or not. Rod Stewart has a bagpipe song. Don Henley has a bagpipe song. Paul McCartney, Glenn Campbell, the Jeff Beck group, Depeche Mode, the White Stripes, like Phil Collins, Sting, the Darkness, Scorpions, Bob Weir. And so there are a lot of them out there. But none of them beat this. We'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282945. Standard message and data rates apply. Stupid. There's that story in the news of the guys that escaped from that New York in prison. Oh, yeah. The and one guy with the huge... Schlong, yeah. yeah. Apparently. <laughs> apparently he's well endowed. Yeah. He was in, he's in trouble for smuggling weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Weapon. <laughs> anyway, they're on the run, and no one really saw them. And then apparently someone saw them on train tracks, and they got their DNA out of some underwear in, in, a, in a cabin, right? Like... <laughs> Both of their DNA out of one pair. <laughs> no, just one of their. <laughs> they made it clear it was just one of their, one of their DNA. <laughs> Gay. Hey, for the stay, right? You're right, man. <laughs> anyway, the, the it, this this woman that works at the prison is considered one of the people that helped them. Joyce Mitchell is her name, and her husband Lyle Mitchell has been doing some interviews talking about this, which I find insane. One, the case is still open. Mm-hmm. Two, they're on the run. Three, you never know. Yeah, I'd put number three as number one. They're on the outside. And I have, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's really dumb of him. Yes, I'm sure he's in, in protective custody. I'm sorry, he's in the, under the protection of the police. Still, like, these guys uh, are pretty patient dudes, seeing as how they just waited to break out of prison. Like, oh. they got nothing but time. Oh, I'll, I've got something to play for you that will further make you think, why is he talking about it? But he explains how they found out, or how he found out, his wife had helped two prison prisoners escape from the prison when he was on the Today Show. I was at the uh, hospital, my wife's... That night before, said she was having uh, chest pain. Next morning, I come back in, get ready to leave, and we turn the cell phone on, and all of a sudden, we had all kind of beep, 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 all from our kids, our family, state troopers are looking for us. So my wife turned it, when she turned the cell phone on, she said, oh my gosh, she had mat and sweat escaped. What? So I said, well, I must be why troopers want us. So they're in the hospital because she's having chest pains, which now we know because her anxiety was through the roof because <laughs> she had helped these prisoners. But like, when your phone isn't on? There's a lot of downtime in the hospital. Yeah, and you spend a lot of time on your phone. Yeah, agreed. And, and two, um, the kids didn't know they were in the hospital? Wouldn't the kids be like, "Mom, my mom and dad are at the hospital. She wasn't feeling well. Right. I would. You know what I mean? Bizarre. Yeah. Just bizarre. Uh, and then this is the part I wanted to play for you, where I can't believe he's doing interviews about the experience. This is him finding out something 
that the prisoners wanted to do to him. I said, well, how can it, how can it happen? She said that this, I got on my head and I was scared. And she said, I got something else to tell you. I said, what's that? Their plan was they, they want to kill you. I said, what? They wanted her to come pick him up. She told me that Matt wanted her to pick him up. And she said, well, I never leave nowhere without Lyle, never. He said, well, I'll give you some pills to, to give him to knock him out and then we'll, and you come pick us up. She said, I am not doing that. She said, I love my husband. I am not hurting him. And she said, then I knew I was over my head. She said, I can't do this. Yeah, I, he, ugh. he sounds like he's pee whipped by, like, bro, if they got into talks, like they, that's too good aside for her, for her to be like, oh no, they said that. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I don't believe that for a second. Why would they want to kill him? That make That's sense. the part I understand. Why? Why would they want to kill him? Because they fear, and this is just my thoughts, right? Yeah. No, that's where we're, we're we're totally BSing here. They fear, like, okay, so this lady knows a lot of what's yeah. going on, right? They're afraid that she's told her husband already, and that they're going to get caught again and thrown back in prison. So what do you got to do? You've got to eliminate both parties. Starts with him, right? Because they got to build that trust factor with her to get across wherever they're going. And then when they get where they're going, she's gone. That's just what I think. That seems bizarre. Yeah, I don't see that would be a reason to kill him. Like, and she would just have to be like, uh, no, I haven't told him. No reason for murder. Well, I guess for me, if someone was like, they're like prisoners and they're on the run, they're like, they're going to kill you. I'd be like, all right, can I just lay low? Like being the husband? Yeah. If they're going to kill me, I want to lay low. I don't want to be on the radar. Yeah. And they're in prison for killing people. Right. So how do you know? Why is that surprising you? Uh, That's stupid. I, I, what if this happened to you and you found out somebody you love, like, we'll just go with Gimpy. Yeah. Your wife was helping someone escape from prison. Uh Uh-huh. What would you do? I would go straight to the police. I would go straight to the police. I would let them know what's going on. I would seek that protective custody or whatever, uh, protection from the police that you need. And then I would I, I would do whatever the law tells me to. Right. That's I, that's a good point. Like, do they want me talking? Maybe they do. Maybe they use the bait. Maybe so. Well, he wanted to know if they ever had sex. The prisoners and his wife? Yes. Oh. And so he asked her, this is what he said. Absolutely not. Did you ask her point blank? Absolutely. That she question. swore in her son's life and her son is evident. But I never, ever had sex with him. Yeah. I don't buy it. Why? I think you can tell anybody, oh, I swear on my son's life, I didn't do it, and then be lying through your teeth. This lady is helping them out. Why? I mean, she got a good D, and that's why she's trying to help him get out. So maybe there's that hopes of running off and being together forever. I think she totally did. I don't know. Or maybe she, maybe he's dangling the D. <laughs> but is it such a common occurrence in prison that the guards help out inmates like that? So the where like oh, I didn't think they wanted to do anything bad. I'm sure there's plenty of you know shady deals, favors going on. I'm sure that happens all the time. Okay, but why are these guys getting helped? It's not like they were innocent guys, right? We're all innocent here. My they, lawyer screwed I, me. Uh, I totally think that she. I think they had nothing but time. They saw that this you know she's not a super hot, attractive girl that. They gave her, you know, oh, my God, you're so beautiful, gave her compliments, like paid her attention. And I feel like she 
was looking for that, and she was like an easy target because she seemed weak. So they worked on her for a really long time, and I don't think that she's completely. I don't think she's even a little bit innocent. Because if some prisoners asked me for that, I would have turned them in immediately. Like I don't think she's a shady, trustable person in this at all. Well, he was asked if he still loved his wife. Here's what he said: I never once told. I stand 100 percent behind my wife. There's so many thoughts running through my head. Do I still love her? Yes. Am I mad? Yes. How could she do this? Uh, how could she do it with our kids? Is There's she so telling much. you the truth? Do I believe so? Now? Yes. In my heart? Do I believe she'd hurt me? No. Insane. It sounds like he has an underbite. He sounds like he has a lift. <laughs> a cleft palate. <laughs> He's stupid. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. This is where we find out what everybody learned. Tell us your favorite part of the show. You call us. 918-460-KMOD. K-M-O-D. Make sure you're listening throughout the day, too, for your chance to get qualified to win that Polaris Razor that we're giving away with the folks of Miller Lite. Thanks to Fifth Gear Cycle and BA and TNT Power Sports and Sepulpa. You want to see what this thing looks like? It is badass. It is at KMOD.com. Cornflake, what did you learn today? I learned that you can sue people for making fun of you. You guys are in trouble. And uh, the Casio keyboard is the traditional instrument of Scotland for centuries. <laughs> uh, Sam, what'd you learn today? That cornflake is going to pinch Corby's tent. Pitch Corby's tent. <laughs> pinch. Wow. I said pit. pitch. Pinch. That's a hard word. Pinch or pitch? Pitch. It pinch is a hard word. Tent. Yeah, it is a very challenging oh, one. Oh, I give you that. Uh, and cornflake got really excited to tell us a story about him and his buddies blowing jam sessions. <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> The, the bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that mangled vagina equals Homer Simpson. <laughs> and, of course, Sam loves the bang sound. All right. <laughs> I learned Gettysburg, the bloody battle of 76 deaths. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned uh, edumacation. We have it with tuxedos on. Because it's formal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, penguins? Oh, what? God. God, listen to you guys. Wow. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? Gimping in the gimp nation. Okay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that Sam is pro Nazi propaganda. Just let the police search your crap whenever they want for no reason. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? I learned that ACDC and the Muppets with Miss Piggy is a, uh, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Cornflake is going to take over uh, the phones next week because Gimpy is on vacation, on vacation, and on vacation. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Try again. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Hi, you're on the air. Okay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? I learned that cornflakes likes to blow in pipes and squeeze on sacks. <laughs> His buddies, specifically. Yeah. Right? Together. It was your buddies? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was, no, no, no. Well, actually, was he just wasn't very good at it. Right. <laughs> His buddies were better at it than he was. Good morning. You're on the air. Yeah. Um, I learned today if Sam did go camping, she loves the soothing sound of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last call of the day. You got the last call. Go ahead. Yeah, just praying for Sam's dad for his speedy recovery and that I sucked at the movie thing, but got to get my redemption. I can't wait for it, man. You keep practicing. All right. Thumbs up, bro. All right, last call of the day. You got the last call. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. This cornflake was at an eagle. This is Kempy, and I'm sorry. All right, you guys have a great week. Uh, the rest of the day, well, sorry, we'll see you tomorrow. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. <laughs>